some sort of ox farming uh little mission three here and must be doing something wrong you've traded zero out of sixty thousand ox what hey good evening what are you up to uh just chilling walking the dog okay yeah i'm trying to like i'll sit on this ox.fun page and trying to do the little free mission thing for fun and I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> Have you, you know tried this site for, yet? For for how long I've been following Coach Bruce, I I haven't really engaged in any ox related stuff yet. Yeah, there's some easy so, stuff you yeah, can do on yet. here. There's some easy stuff you can do on here for some free ox tokens. Um it's not bad it's yeah like i might, a, might have to try it out i'm, I'm in there uh i think the telegram channel that they have yeah it's like a promo type of thing where there's like these little missions you do and you can make some sort of free they're fairly easy to get farm some tokens and things on here come here i'm just sort of playing around on this thing just see how things go oh hey bruce Coach Bruce Wrangler. Bruce, is your mic working? I don't know if he's having issues connecting or what, but give him a second. Bruce, what are you doing back there? Bruce, are you there? Anyway, hello, everybody. Bruce will come back in a second, I think. Maybe some connection issue or something. Um, aha. So if anyone has any cool shit they're buying, hop up and tell us what to get. Um, Seems like everything's sort of like maybe languishing today. We're getting attacked, Sefi. Basically, nothing's happening today. It's kind of like flat. Attacked by what? What are you talking about? Talking about the cyber attack. There's uh, outages everywhere. Oh, the phone thing. Come here. It's basically resolved now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, seems like it. I, I guess um i'm on t-mobile um, so there was some comments about a solar flare and uh but the x-class solar flare did not actually hit our area but could that have affected the satellites or something i don't really know yeah well i, I noticed that different carriers were uh, back online or uh, sooner than others like uh, i'm on t-mobile for example and uh, mm -hmm. all the at&t people here in dallas were complaining about a uh, their outage oh, of course yeah the, then, uh, i don't know if there's any news about this like 
And if there is, does anyone believe the actual news? Yeah, yeah, that's, I was thinking that too. I mean, the, the, the companies themselves saying that they're uh, still investigating. So and who knows it, what they're doing. It's gonna, just AT&T and T-Mobile and Verizon? Uh, that's what I read online, yeah. Is it just because they all like lease each other's system or something? I understand like how all of them go down. I can understand, I guess, if a solar flare was a, to play, but I don't know what this if that's true or not. Yeah. Has there ever been like a solar flare yet in like uh, modern history where like things kind of like, knocked got everything taken? out? Not, 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 nothing that knocked everything out. No. Yeah. yeah like, the scientists keep talking about like a big one that could happen. But yeah, it was like the 1800s or something where there's last, the last time there was a major solar flare that like, I think back in those days, it was like telegraph service or something. And there was arcing on the wiring and stuff and caused some damages. I, I don't know. Oh. Uh. But it, uh, I don't think anything like major lately. But a, a full full solar flare not only just disrupts services, but actually can damage equipment. Yeah, damage equipment. Yeah. So this this like if everything's back online, it's not that damaged. Hey, Bruce, connection issues or what? <laughs> Bruce, are you there? I don't know what's going on. Mm. Anyway, it, it seems like every time we have like. A little bit of a pause in crypto prices and whatnot. Uh, it, it feels like crypto Twitter dies down and just uh, like it's just like holding its breath. Doesn't it feel like that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of funny that like the altcoins kind of start nuking, even though Bitcoin goes down like one percent. Yeah, it seems like everyone's kind of antsy or something. It's like or something. I'm not really sure. It's probably good. The, yeah, the more, maybe the more corrections, like the, the more corrections the you have on the day, the better usually. Yeah, I, I could see like a big like, like OI wipe, you know, just to get all the leverage out, and then resume up only. Yeah, someone's like, "Do you think Link will bounce at eighteen point X level, eighteen dollar level, and go higher, or neutral, or consolidate, or whatever?" I'm like, I fucking don't know. <laughs> what the hell? Um, no idea. I just basically bought a little bit more. You know, just kind of little bits at a time. Because I don't want to add too much too high. Because I already have a big bag of some of these things. So I'm like just just throwing a little money at the supports just to kind of, you know. Be the bottom. Be the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly right. But other than that, like, not, I don't see anything dramatic going on. I don't know. Like, this whole NVIDIA thing pumped the stock market a bit. And then, um, so stocks and things are up. And then anything that wasn't up, I went and bought a few things today. Mm, stuff that in my portfolio is down or whatever that has good dividends. But outside of that, like, um, nothing special is really going on. What are your What are you mainly holding right now? Oh well, I mean, oh sorry, my mic was muted. Uh, no, I was saying I got Zeph at the bottom with uh, you and Bruce, and then uh, I'm holding like a couple AI coins. The uh, you've probably heard of it by now, Tao T A O T A O. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
So, I, I mean, I got that one. It's, I guess it's kind of pumped a lot, though. I'm, I'm not really trying to add to it. I'm just kind of holding it, see what happens. Um, and then I got a gaming coin, Beam. What does that do? So, I guess Beam, uh, like from my understanding, it's kind of like a full gaming ecosystem. There's probably like, I guess, over 100 games slated to launch. It's going to be like the official token. I guess they, they're calling it an L3, like uh, L2, L3. It's built on the AVAX network. It's pretty big. Uh, Pentoshi shills it all the time. <laughs> okay. It used to be called Merit Circle, so I don't know if you, you've heard of Merit Circle before, MC. Mm, no. So it's, it's like made to like power video games or something somehow? Yeah, I guess they, they have like one of the largest treasuries right now in crypto. I guess uh, over $100 million in assets. In the treasuries? Uh, yeah, they have like a, a, a treasury where they like make, uh, I guess, investments in other games. Um, but the token itself is mainly like used as a, a gas token, um, you know, for all the games that are going to be built on the platform to use. Mm. Hey, hey. One of the guys today posted that, um, one of the guys posted today that the Stratos XYZ, I guess they're an initial venture capital firm or some shit that bought, um, that funded the Dimension Project, which is DYM. Said so they sold 68,000 DYM today at $7.27, bringing their total sell worth to $1.6 million. <laughs> They've recovered almost all of their private sale investment in just three weeks of mainnet launch. So basically what that means is um, some of these venture capital firms, even though like there will be kind of lockups, you know how the, you know, there'll be like, the private sale of tokens, they'll have lockups and things. Um, the thing is like some of these companies have such a large initial investment, I mean, initial coins that they hold that just their staking rewards are so high that when they sell, they can sell and make back their money. Just fucking nuts. So like, so let's say your initial investment is like, you know, let's say you put in a million dollars into a, into a into a blockchain and let's say that on paper the market cap 10x's so now your million dollars is theory theoretically worth 10 million dollars but let's say like the staking yield on that particular platform is really high early on or something let's make up some number let's say it's a 30 percent 30 percent yeah something so what happens is, is a relatively short period of time um you know, with these wild sort of things, you, the, the staking rewards from their vesting tokens themselves can be sold and create sell pressure and um, and they can make their money back, which is very funny. <laughs> like, the, and Dimensions, one of those where it's like almost all of the tokens are owned by um, the actual, um, like most of the tokens are actually owned by the, the private sale type folks. It's like huge amount of, uh, um, you know, huge amounts of tokens sitting around essentially. And someone said, repeat with me, vested tokens should not produce staking rewards. Dimension is turning into Juno version two where VCs took the place of core one devs. 
So these kinds of scams are kind of like problematic. This is why when I bought Dimension, when it, the first day it came out, it doubled and I sold it. And I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, there's no need to like overthink it. You just make the easy money when they list and then get out done because you don't want to be dumped on by these devs and whatever. So it's kind of a, yeah, these people are retarded. Um, I took a walk today. You walked, did you really? Getting a head start on this competition. Hey, walking's good for you. Yeah, uh, I, I moved today. Let me see if my if my little HRV number went up today. I walked a bit, but not too much. Um, let's see. It was close to lunchtime, which is what uh, I was told to do yesterday. Um, let's see here. Um, my HRV today is 34. I don't know. I'm doing better than before, so I don't know. We'll see. Is that good or bad? Like, do you want a high or low HRV? No, apparently you want high, so you want closer to, I don't know, 100 or something like that. Oh, my that. God, 34. Are you going to die? Yeah, probably, yeah. Soon? Yeah, HRV is like heart rate variability, which is kind of not – it doesn't mean like – my heart rate goes faster and slower. I think it's also just the the subtle beat to beat variability. And if you do good things like I don't know, um, fuck it, I don't know, like eat right, meditate, whatever the hell you're doing, then supposedly the number is supposed to uh, look better. I'm not sure how verified this shit is, but um, <laughs> anyway, it's like uh, it seems like a good uh, interesting thing. Um, and it's different than just doing like a step counter and, you know, those kinds of things. So HRV is a very specific, like measurement that, um, that just because you have, let's say atrial fibrillation or like a heart rhythm disturbance or something, it shouldn't register automatically better as a result of that. So it's supposed to be like subtle beat to beat variability, um, is what it's measuring supposedly. So we'll see. Anyway, but like it's supposed to get better I'm if you exercise, exercise more and this and that. So let's see how it goes. Steffi, what's the device you guys are using again? Uh, the Whoop? Whoop? Yeah, the Whoop. Exactly. Um, you have I to pay a some, subscription for that? I saw, um, yeah, there's some kind of, I don't know how much it was. It was something. You, you pay for like a year or something. The device, there's not much to it really. It's just like pretty much a like a nylon whatever the you call it wristband thing and then it has like a little bitty pulse sock sensor thing under it and then the thing looks super boring it looks i don't know and then you have this like battery you attach to it and it like inductively charges the device and then you take the little battery induction charger off and you go plug it in so you don't have to care you don't have to walk around with the the thing attached to your wrist. Otherwise, it looks like you're um, you're like on probation or some shit. You know what I'm talking about? Like a little tracker thing that people wear on their ankle. If you leave the battery, yeah, it's like that shit. I've it's been like trying good. to get one of these devices, but there's just so many options on the market. Let's get confused. Come here, Simba. Come here. Yeah, this one's particularly special because of the HRV component to it. I don't know if most of them do that. Um, so that's that's the magic juju in this one, apparently. 
um, it seems to measure the thing pretty good. Uh, and it also seems to accurately measure my sleep. Um, you know, I'll be tired and it said, well, you have a sleep deficit of X amount of hours because you didn't sleep enough last night or whatever. So it's pretty good at telling you these things. The real question is you can do something about it. <laughs> like if you're wearing it, like it tells you, oh, you, you, you need to, you need to catch up on your sleep deficit. Are you going to actually listen to the thing and do what you're told? So if you're the type of person that's going to like use this sort of thing and, you know, kind of as a feedback loop, um, it, it seems like it's the type of thing that would benefit you most if you were really interested in this sort of thing and then you bought it because then mentally you've bought into like listening to it. It's almost like if you're going to quit smoking, for example, and you haven't really like committed, you're just like, oh yeah, I need to quit smoking. Uh, you know, but you know, if you're like hardcore, you're like, I'm definitely going to quit smoking. You're more likely to do it. So I think it's the same thing with this, like your psychological buy-in matters for this sort of thing. And like, you know, once you're committed, you're more likely to get the benefits of it. When I bought it, Bruce was like, you got to buy this thing, you got to buy this thing, you got to buy this thing. <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine, I'll buy the damn thing. Um, so that I picked it up and he, he wants to see like whether it convinces me to change my ways and stuff. It's kind of funny. Um, and Zin just got one or ordered one. So we'll see how that goes. Um, We'll, we'll see. I need of, it probably more than anyone. Uh, I think you and I both need it most likely. I'm I'm just like it's it's kind of like I'm also this year I'm trying to get into cleaning. It's just like I've noticed if I can't wrap my my mind around the direct benefits of it, I have I have a hard time doing it. So I do think something like this would help me. Like I struggle sweeping because like or like the idea of like it's like you dust dirt up into the air and then wait for it to fall back down again so you can do it again. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I struggle yeah, yeah. with stuff like that. Like, I know I need to do it, but. Mm -hmm. So I think well, something, something telling me, like, you're being a fat ass today would, might, might actually genuinely help me. Yeah. Well, have you always kind of, like, kept up with your own shit as far as keeping your space clean and stuff? I've always been messy. This year is the least messy I've ever been. But I've always been clean. Mm. Like, mm -hmm. like I've always been hygienic. I've never been unhygienic. But I've always been okay. really messy. So your place is not usually like a total dump? Like, is there usually a spot to sit down or what? Is it covered in shit? It doesn't. Sometimes not. So literally, like, sometimes it's that bad. It never smells bad, but it's bad, if that makes sense. There's just stuff everywhere basically right yeah i just throw it you know because i'm like well i'll just get it later and i do i know where everything is in my mess isn't that that's yeah. the typical adhd stuff i'm pretty sure i don't know there's that i've seen the argument that um like among creatives and stuff um that if you are are kind of doing like way too many obsessive things regarding cleaning and whatnot that you become less productive because I mean, that shit takes a certain amount of time every day. And then yeah, like if you have your mental energy worried about whether you have fixed all that shit, then you're not focusing on what you're doing. I can, I didn't see that. I found some studies that felt so overwhelmingly good to me about um how well, maybe it felt good because it, it's like stroking my ego, but they, yeah, they talk I, about how like there's, there's creatives, I, but then there's like really good creatives. 
Yep. And uh, the really good ones will spend like two days doing nothing. And it's like intentionally doing nothing. And I've always done this. And people don't understand this. It's like I need two days of walking around my house like a ghost thinking, like doing nothing before I start. Yeah. And then you just sit down and like for some reason you, you, you go hardcore once you do it. I have to understand what I'm doing in my head completely before I start or it's going to be trash. If I start cleaning shit, like I get into my garage, I'm like, I got to clean this fucking place up. Or I go into like, you know, um, I don't know. I'm like cleaning up my tools or something. Usually it means I'm procrastinating about something else I really ought to be doing. Usually that's the case for me. But the th- oh, the thing about like reading studies and stuff, which is funny. If there's some there's some study you read about anything like like in from perfect, you know, professionally, and it sort of confirms your prior bias. Um, you de- you do tend to memorize that study, don't you? Like, it's funny how like, oh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Or, or yeah, it seems like that's what I thought before. And like even and when I tell um, like residents and students and stuff, I'm like, um, by the way, this this study resonates with me because it it you know it resonates with one of my previous biases, which was this. So I kind of say that out loud because that way, you know, it's more it qualifies why I brought this particular thing up, <laughs> you know, because like you, you don't want people to learn just like your biased version of things. I noticed that, and I also notice when I'm really obliterated in an argument which I'm, which I love. I mean, I hate it in the moment because it makes me feel so stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. But when, when I really, when someone really, which doesn't happen often, which I don't know, I think I'm, I mean, I don't think it's because I'm super smart. I think it's because I'm intimidating when I'm debating, but I've noticed like when someone really just like wrecks my ass in a debate, I always remember. Mm. Not as relatable or. Yes, you were saying. Um, I don't know how many things like uh, I really debate very often to be remembering when to get wrecked about it. <laughs> you don't you don't do that. I, I do that often I where even if I'm not super sold on a stance, I'll pretend like I am because I because it's fun or because I want to learn. I don't know. I do that all no, the time. I mean, I tell people just um, go look up some stuff and. Uh, prove me wrong or go look up some stuff and teach me something new that maybe is different from what I, what I just told you. So I don't really debate a lot of people in, the, in that sense. I'm open to sort of hearing the, the counter argument and then w- like weighing the differences. So I, I, I'm just not in a position that often where I have to like argue with someone about something. You, like being, you like being in control. I guess like, maybe I'm in situations where I'm well, I'm typically am in situations where I'm in control. So it's probably that I'm not challenged enough. In most most instances. But anyway, Bruce, is your mic working now? It keeps like coming and going. I'm not sure what's going on. Queso, were you going to say something? Hey, Queso boy. What's up, Queso boy? Not so much stuff. Yeah, you doing there? Good, good. You surviving? I I survived. <laughs> I don't know about surviving, but I'm I'm here, man. I nice see you. 
Yeah, what are you doing? You driving or what? Yeah, I'm driving. So if my mic shit, just let me know, and I won't. Okay. No, you're you're all right. I hear a little bit of road noise. Not bad. Anyway, where are you off to? Man, I'm going home after a long day of work, and uh, what you guys? I'm not sure what the fuck you're talking about, but uh, talking about not being challenged so much. I think uh, that resonates. Mm. You know, I I think we got a lot of people who think that they know more than other people, and they try to, mm, you know flex and all that and uh most of the time when when people say shit that is just not true or just blatantly false i just i just don't say anything these days because i it's not with the fight you know you just i shut up and i said mm, mm, why don't you tell me more about that yeah but i don't necessarily um make a stink when it's not you know i love yeah. making a stink Someone, someone, uh, someone in a Twitter space said the other day that creativity is unquantifiable, and I lost my mind. It's just not true. <laughs> Bruce must be having trouble. He keeps coming and going. Yeah, tell, tell me more about that. We we've been able to. I mean, it it just irks me. People say very silly things like we don't understand the brain, or they like make a blanket statement like that. But we're quite fucking advanced. I mean, you can hook yourself up to an EEG. I had a conversation, or not a conversation. Um, I don't know if you guys know who Martin Shkreli is, but um, he's uh, he's looking into creating a um, an EEG just for for like consumers. And he hooked it up, and he sent me a sentence that he was thinking. Like he thought the sentence and the robot sent it to me and said, hey, Zintani, what's up? It played it to me. So like we're we're we can absolutely quantify like. Uh, yeah, I saw the, I saw the post about that um, where, yeah, you hook up an EEG and there's like a diffusion model that analyzes the EEG signal and then can somehow like convert that into words and whatnot. Um, I wasn't sure if that was real or not. Like I, I yes. saw the. He sent me, he's hooking it up to, I think what he's doing. I mean, wait, have you, I feel like you'd like him. I don't know. It's either you guys would really like each other or you'd hate each other. I don't know which one it would be. Yeah. He was an, he was an interesting cat. I I kind of listened to him a little bit when he was doing spaces and stuff. I can bring him in here if you want to ask him about. He was, he was kind of, yeah, like that'd be cool. Bring bring him. Um, I, I, uh, but I think what happened was last time he was doing a space or something. He was busy or whatever, and um, and uh, or there was just a lot of people, and so it was kind of like <laughs> it's hard to have like a one-on-one discussion, and uh, a lot of the other random conversation in the room just didn't seem like it was worth fighting, like making my way in to go chat with the guy. But he's an interesting character. I think he's just hanging out right now in the Discord. I'll send him a message. He yes. usually comes in. No, the EEG shit's cool, but Queso, but Queso, what I what I was saying is like through EEGs, we've we've been able to quantify how creative or imaginative a person is for a long time. Like we can see like with issues like aphantasia, where someone literally can't imagine anything in their mind. They can't. You tell them to imagine an apple, they see nothing in their mind's yeah, eye. Yeah, that was that's what Chugaboom was saying the other day. Remember, were you here that day when? He's like, I can't imagine, like, I can't picture a circle in my head or I can't picture a Boeing 747 in my head or whatever. 
No, I, I, I wasn't. But but we can see that in someone's brain. I know yeah. people people lose their minds when I say I, I don't have an internal monologue, but I don't understand how, how you guys. We have talked about that in here when I've been. Well, in my internal monologue, like I, I don't hear my own voice just chit chatting away in the background while I'm just doing something else. So if I'm talking out loud, I don't have my voice in my head doing other things. You know what I mean? Like, on the other hand, if I'm, you know, just quiet and thinking out thinking um, in my head, I, I can you know, hear my own voice if I want to and that kind of thing. So I can do it if I want to. I just rarely do. I rarely use words as a way of thinking. Yeah. I mean, I I don't think I consciously do either. Like periodically, if I, if I pay attention, I notice it, but you know, it's, I don't know. It's the, the internal dialogue is sort of there, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) But at the same time, Sorry, if I may, uh, you know, you know, this is a very interesting topic because uh, for a long time in my life, I never the internal monologue is not something I do, but I I can hear my own voice. You know, I'm reading a letter. Uh, But what what I uh, what I do a lot is I talk to myself and I don't know if other people do that. Uh, You know, I talk to my cat. I talk to myself. I say, yeah, I'm making a sandwich. It's a peanut butter. It's some jelly, whatever the fuck it is. And uh, for some reason, that's you, you talk out loud. Yeah, I talk out loud. And then I read this thing about how I'm, uh, smarter people will do this. And, you know, I'll take that with a grain of salt being like, OK, I'm not a fucking retard. That's good. Right. But what I have realized is in the past three months, as I read emails from people that I know that I have experience with, I hear their voices. So the emails are now being read in their voices. Same thing with greeting cards, gift cards. That's never happened before in my life. And now that I'm, you know, that I did it once, every time I read an email from somebody, it's their voice in my head. And it's never happened before. I changed my life. It brings me happiness and joy. But I, I don't understand it. So that's all I wanted to mention there. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. If I... um. If I'm imagining somebody else in my head, I can definitely create their voice in my head, like re- 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 repeat that voice in a sense, uh, replicate it in my head. Um, on the other hand, it's like, let's say I'm doing something uh, with my hands. Um, I don't know. Let's say it's an operation or let's say it's um, just, you know, building something in the garage or something like that. Those things, I'm not sitting there talking to myself going, OK, I'm going to pick up the screwdriver. I'm going to screw this screw, you know. It's not like that, Zen. It's it's sort of like um, I can think in a voice if I want to, but it's not something I do nonstop. Does that make sense? Like, there's not a, just a cackling going on in there while I'm trying to do stuff. <laughs> so it's... For, from what I understand, um, like the mixture of having an internal monologue, if you need it, is the most common at fifty five percent. Or I'm probably misremembering this. But, so, the, so a lot of people have internal monologue intermittently. Yeah, yeah, but but the thing that I find funny is that the people that only have internal monologues are like mind blown. They're like, "How do you think?" It's like, "How are you limited by word? How do you think?" If, exactly, because really you're limited by words. For, yeah, for what I have the words for, I what am I even thinking about? Nothing interesting. Not, not only that, but if you have to say an, out in a sentence in your head everything that you're doing, 
Like, how are you going to act quickly? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like you, like I would, I think, I, I think I think way too fast for words to keep up with. It sounds like a handicap. I I told Martin, I don't know what he's doing. If he's just hanging out, he'll probably pop up. But I'm, I'm also curious about this EEG thing. I think having a consumer product is so cool. But in terms of like this technology, it's, we've had this for a long time. It's just like, it's not like as, as what he was explaining, it's not. Well, EEG has been around a while, but I think converting it to words has not been around for a long time. Yes, you, yes. You need, you need to feel like some sort of like in, interpretation model to make that work. And I thought. They were, they were doing it like. I mean, I'm 43 now, so, uh, <laughs> wait, let me calculate, let me, okay, hold, but they've been doing it a while since I, since when I was in school, they were, I remember specifically, like they, they'd mapped out the word spoon and fork. Um, like when you think of the image of those and the word of those, they'd mapped out the which was huge because then once you understand like how to map out certain things in the brain, then it's just about creating the dictionary. It's easy from there. Let's see. Here's a, here's nature. Um, imagine here's an article in nature, January, 2022. Imagine speech can be decoded from low and cross frequency intracranial EEG features. Um, let me see what they said here. Um, what are they doing? So, um induced well no hold on um trying to see if there's like a summary statement here um without having to read the entire article at the moment um what are they doing okay so they have the overt and imagined signals Mm, they did some studies where you kind of baseline you listen you imagine then you speak and some different cues um so i guess they can I guess you get a baseline of some kind by imagining the words you want to say first. I'm actually saying them so you can, so the system can confirm that that is in fact what you're thinking. And I guess you sort of calibrate it and then eventually you're able to do this. I, I wonder how much, how accurate this is for complex words and whatnot. Uh, it does, it I shows a lot of interesting, it. shows a lot of interesting drawings here, but it doesn't specifically say it's a pretty big study, actually. It's a lot to read here. Um, you know, this might be interesting to read, though. I'll check it out. No, but this this really isn't recent. It's just like people aren't interested in brains, which I don't understand and will never understand. But what people? There's a lot of people, people in interested. general. Yeah, I'm more but, more interested in clicking on Kardashian articles than they are about like, oh, well, yeah, look yeah. at this cool that's, stuff. That's that's ninety nine percent of the human race. Like, there's no. Yeah, so like, a lot you're, of this you're stuff. Talking about, yeah, the only small percentage of people actually care about anything in depth. And even yeah. then, even if you did care about something in depth, it doesn't mean like you care about everything in depth. So you know, it's like these these like expertise subjects or whatever are pretty narrow band. Let's see here. Um, I'm trying to see if like EEG to what's the right thing to type in here? EEG to speech? Like, uh, well, I don't know what Martin's doing. I can go and call him. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, I think probably EEG. If you look up like spoon or fork, mapping out spoon and fork. I I don't think even typing EEG, but if you like 
here I'll I don't know what to search for but th this has been going for a very very long yeah, PubMed's got, let's see, the use of EEG in language production research, a review. This was back in 2011. So speech production long avoided EEG, electrophysiologic experiments due to the suspicion that potential artifacts caused by muscle activity over overt speech may lead to a bad signal to noise ratio and measurements. Therefore, researchers have sought to assess speech production by using indirect speech production tasks such as tacit or implicit naming, delayed naming, or metalinguistic tasks, such as phenome monitoring. So in other words, like the original concept is the muscle movement from you talking may be sort of indirectly interpreted as the actual surface EEG electrical signal and therefore might mess with the this concept somehow, as opposed to purely recording your brain waves. Um, well, that's not what... The study I'm thinking of, the study was done, they sat people down and showed them images of, of right, and found that every single person had the same pattern when they're shown a fork. And that's when they realized, and this was a long time ago, that's when they realized like, oh shit, like we can get very specific with understanding how brains work mm. or reading brains, which was... <laughs> I don't, 2015, but it might've been going on even before that. That's just when I found out about it. So what's, what's more interesting now is that these diffusion models, like, um, you know, what Midjourney and all these things use for uh, image generation and interpretation. Um, that stuff really has only been like blowing up since maybe 2015 onward as sort of like the AI stuff started taking place. So what's different about that is what you can get, what you can glean from just a simple EEG signal and you trying to interpret the waveform. Um, it's not as straightforward as like looking at sound waves and interpreting that. Like the, the signals are sort of like too complicated in some sense. So what diffusion models can do is they can take just the, the weirdest scattergram of, of information and it can like, uh, you know, like de derive the words from the noise, if that makes sense. So, so I think like what's out now has got to be substantially different from what they're talking about in these previous techniques. Um, so I, I would think that like only in the last few years, the AI stuff has gotten good enough to really, really blow this up. So that may be what he's talking about. Because someone said, I saw something. Hold on, let me see if I can um, use diffusion uh, to interpret EEG. I don't know what, like, not, you have to do a, like a comprehensive search for this sort of shit to do it right. But um, hmm. AI diffusion. Hey, White Pump, what's up? Yeah, I just wanted to know why are you guys talking about like brain? Um, or not? I don't know. Just something different. About brains? Yeah, what is like uh, what is like cool about it? I'm just LARPing, to be honest. So here's I an interesting agree. here's an interesting study that just came out. So um uh AJMC, which is like JAMA's, I don't know, because neurology subjournal or some shit. Anyway, they used uh, AI to interpret EEGs and was 
the AI is able to detect seizure activity and such in EEGs with an accuracy, uh, human level accuracy at this point. So a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff like is not going to require an actual physician to interpret anymore. This is true of like lung function, PFTs, it's true of EEG, echocardiography, radiology. There's a lot of shit that's going to be like taken over by AI in the near future. A whole bunch of patents too, by the way, for this kind of thing, especially in medicine. Um, sorry to interrupt. I, I, you know, since you're talking about the medical field, I, I heard an article the other day, or I read one that was talking about how they're going to turn human bodies into like IT problems. So kind of treat it like how you're solving like any IT issue, basically. Sure. Yeah, it's, and, it's uh, going there. It's going there now already. Yeah. Martin's also starting something for that. Dude, he needs to get in. I hold on. I'm going to jump in there because I think he's in a call with some people. I'm going to jump in the call and tell him to come in here because he's doing <laughs> something for that, too. He's making a uh, AI therapist thing, which I, you know, have have my. I don't think AI is going to have any future. Yeah, Martin's going to need an AI therapist. That's for sure. But he, it's funny though. He said, "Like you can make it any voice." So, it, like, imagine Donald Trump telling you to get your shit together. He wants it to be his mother. In that way, it's it's funny. Um, yeah. Well, the 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 converting the words to any any person, like you know Trump or anybody else, is that's there now. Um, Bruce posted some of those funny ones that he he created. Um, so yeah, that that's definitely there. Um, it's been there for like the last year or so, and it's been pretty good. And I've gotten a lot better now, um, actually. I forget the name of the company, uh, the website. You can go to use that sort of thing, and you can just like pick a voice, and it'll just do whatever. Um, so here's an article in New Scientist. Mind-reading AI can translate brainwaves into written text. This is from December 12th, 23. Okay. And let me see what they said here. Um, Sensor-filled helmet, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, it's an EEG. It's the AI model is called D-Wave, D-E-W-A-V-E. Uh, University of Technology, Sydney, Australia is kind of where this is being done. Let's see if they, what they say. For instance, if you think about saying hello, your brain sends out certain signals. D-Wave learns how to use these signals to re relate the word hello by seeing many examples of how these signals for different words um, or sentences are translated. Blah, blah, blah. So, and then it uses, um, it connects it to open source LLM akin to chat GPT. So LLM just basically takes this like waveform and, you know, starts turning it into actual words and sentences. So that's what, that's what I was talking about with, with AI kind of uh, being used in this way. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, probably can't be good though for interrogations and whatnot. I mean, it'll be good for interrogations. I was, I was just about to say that this sounds like some sort of fucking helmet you put on a tort before you torture someone. Yeah, or while you torture them. It seems like a really, really great way to um, uh, create a dystopian mess. <laughs> probably. Well, the important well, thing you're not then, seeing here. I mean, it leads me to believe. The, the, oh, sorry, sorry just, that's, that's, I'm not Sintani. Um, I, I, oh, sorry. I think he's actually left. No, I was just going to very quickly say that you're you're missing that it actually doesn't matter how efficacious it is. What? You could still sell it to military people. You're just like, hey, look, it's it's mind reading technology. They'll buy it. 
Yeah. They probably created it. No, they didn't create it, that's for sure. But the the tech is uh the the tech the actual LLM stuff necessary to create this, this tech only came out in the last couple of years. Uh well, you know how they slowly trickle it out to us, they say. You know, they're they're light years ahead, and then they spoon-feed nah, us the you, DARPA and whatnot didn't have shit on AI, like the last before this. No, that, they didn't spoon-feed shit. Like, they didn't have any of this stuff. All this, so all of this came from, like, the Google paper in, like, 2015 or whatever. And um, from there, things kind of pushed forward. And, of course, like, OpenAI was the big innovator here. So yeah, there's there's no AI system on the planet that is sort of like superior to OpenAI's in this regard. Um, Do you guys hear about CN? What's CN? You never heard about it? No. What's CN? It's chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold some. She got us, man. She got us. Yeah, she got us. Yeah. You guys, you know what is more important than studying brain and why AI is not going to go far? Mm. Because they are studying the wrong organ. It's the stomach. The stomach? It's the right one. Yeah, exactly. Mm. It's your second brain. I agree. <laughs> yeah. If you ask old people, they have no fucking idea what is stomach. Do you guys know any, like, what happens there? Like, anything about it? Like, anything? The stomach? The stomach starts in your gums. Digestion starts in the gums and the saliva. Your intestines are closely correlated to your health, the health of your gums. By the way, you, that's your exactly gums don't like make saying saliva. the brain thinks and then you say words. Your gums don't make saliva, your salivary glands do. And they're not. Yeah, there's some glands under your, your gums tongue, right? Saliva, but your intestines. Your your connection's no good, G. Grand Riser, you I can't hear you. Your 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 voice sounds like a robot. Here, drop off and come back. Can't hear a word you're saying. Anyway, um, yeah, what I was saying is the uh, yeah this this text's interesting. Um, so diffusion models are going to be able to find all sorts of interesting information. So another thing that they're doing with these models is analyzing the language of like whales and dogs and stuff. So eventually you might actually be able to talk to your dog, you know, more or less like you show the dog a ball and, you know, the, the thing reads the brainwave of the dog. And then, you know, next thing you know, you know, it, you know how the dog's brain interprets the word ball, you know, is it purely visual? Is there actual language there? But like maybe more advanced animals though, like whales and dolphins, they clearly have advanced language. They're using I found this language to talk with my cat without like even all this AI. I swear. <laughs> I tell her meow meow, and she knows exactly it's time to sleep. And I tell her meow meow, and she knows it's time to eat. You 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 talk you say meow meow to your cat. Yeah, she understands me. It's like our language, you know. You yeah. don't really need AI for that. It's like you need to be creative about it, you know, to find the like the language for it. Yeah, yeah. I will say that there is a certain amount of communication with animals that I think that we lost over time. You know, these, uh, you know, you don't even need to say meow meow. You can just pick up the cat and 
you know, it leans into your hand and you scratch it a little bit and then you guys are both happy and it's just exactly. a routine. But exactly. I think, yeah, I think that maybe, you know, hundreds of, you know, hundreds of thousands of years ago, I, I think before all this technology, we were more in tune with our surroundings. Exactly. We we're more in tune with these other life forms. And I, you know, maybe we could speak with the animals yeah. uh, physically or emotionally or, or through other means, you know, yeah. you know, through, through body language, exactly. stuff like that. Yeah, it's like the it's like uh, that movie Tarzan. Well, right. Like, you know, we didn't make them. You know, I just feel like we were more like, in tune with the earth. All of the gorillas and the monkeys and shit make a treehouse for you. Like you all. And get animals to are and very it. smart. They mm. really can sense like exactly how you feel at the moment. You know what I mean? Well, I think we exchange certain chemicals too. Like this uh, release of oxytocin happens uh, with you. It happens with your cat. You you guys are locked up or synced up for a second. But but that's that's a different discussion. But anyway, but you guys get the picture of what these AI things do. They they take um, information that's essentially like a bunch of noise um, that seems like noise to our brain because we have no way to interpret it, and it converts that into um, something that we can recognize, basically. So, like the EEG signal, which is a brain signal, it's all the electrical activity coming from your brain that you can measure sort of on the surface of your head. That being able to, you know, read that and convert that into words is pretty impressive shit. Like, you know, something that people have been working on for, like Zen said, for about 10, 15 years. But then the AI stuff really like blew it up as far as the capabilities uh, of it, which is pretty cool. So like what would happen is after a while, you would maybe train this thing. So it's like, okay, you look at a spoon and you say the word spoon in your head. And then it records that and then maybe gets a baseline like spoon, fork, um, airplane, whatever. And then um, eventually like it gets you know, good enough to work and figure out what I guess the rest of the words you're saying or something. Interesting stuff, though. Um, not sure if it's good for humanity or not. Probably bad, <laughs> more than likely. What happened if you give that to a person that can't speak? And pop that on the head. I don't know. Hey, Bruce, you're, what happened? You kept coming and going. Something wrong with your thing? Oh, I just, I just didn't like um, many of the people here came in and out. And, I uh, knew it. Screened it. I knew it. Coach Bruce! Why did you leave us? Wow. I like that. Is, the, is that the, <laughs> the default like voice thing in Twitter Spaces? Did he use the voice transformer? Sounds cool. I haven't used that in a while. I used it for my first ever spaces. <laughs> Susanna. We must summon King Wabi here in this very instant. No, no, we don't need to. Um, what are you using there? Like some karaoke machine or something or what? Reverb thing? How does this sound? Whoa. Say some more shit. What about that? What about this? Is this better? That's a lot better, yeah. Now you sound like a chipmunk. Can we invite a little bird to speak? I'm really curious. A little bird? Yeah, I'm not sure if it's like a human. Hmm. <laughs>
Steffi, oh, am I interrupting mm. something? Was that, oh, sorry. Um, I don't know. These guys have gone fucking nuts with sound effects now, all of a sudden. And oh, it, not good. it sounded like, like the start of like a news report or something. Yeah. Breaking news! King Wobby is a coward! What what is all the stuff with the uh, seals? Why does everyone hate the seals? <sighs> anyway, I'm I'm here. I'm ready to be questioned, ready to be interrogated. Go ahead. But um, Sefi, uh, I don't know if you saw my message. He's in something right now, but I want to hear that. I want to hear you two interact. And see how that goes. I'm just very curious. But he'll he'll come in later if you're still doing the space. I want to hear Sefi ask him if the fucking Wu Tang clan is gonna break his door down and steal back that shit with uh fucking Bill Murray. They're gonna spank him. I got to hear it before anyone else. That felt good. That was on the contract. I think it said they can uh, break into his house, slap him around, and steal it back. Something like that. He sold it, though. That's why everyone got upset, is he sold it. And then they tried to make it exclusive, too. And then he, and then he played it for everyone. So he's got a copy. They can steal that, too. I don't know. I think the space will rug. Are we rugged? Oh my god, my dog is fighting me. She's boxing. Hey, congrats. Congrats, Anthony. I saw you got the little one. Congrats. Thanks. Twins. Oh shit, are you are you 12 weeks? Was it a 12 week ultrasound? I just got pregnant a couple days ago. Oh, what the fuck? What is it? Big Big growing baby boys. Congratulations! Uh, Don, Don, I think we've heard probably about as much of that voice as we need right now. Some would say it's a miracle of God. Yeah, that voice is really miraculous. God was clearly involved. Well, I meant my twins, but okay. Yeah, Yeah, that too. Your twins are fine too. Jesus about the twins again, Zen. Like every space as you bring this up. What what about it? Why do you brag about these babies? I just broke the news. What do you mean it's the first time? You broke your water. What? You just got pregnant yesterday. Well, a couple a couple days ago. Oh. Okay. I'm showing like I'm in my third trimester though. I don't I don't understand it. I have heat flashes. Um I understand because that's not a baby that's like constipation. No, no it's I, GMO I, babies. No, I've got the I, I posted the picture of the ultrasound. That's I saw that. It's a poster of a poo-poo. I think you just have to like take some laxatives. You'll well, be fine. It's two, okay. It's you know two I mean? babies. Two big brown babies. We will well, I don't know what color they are yet. We have to wait to find out. Maybe I mean, a couple more couple more days poop is mostly brown for the most part can you narrow it down to just a few options 
Um, a couple options for the babies. If I were to guess, they're two strong young boys. I'm not a, I'm not a woman birther. There's no way. There's no way. Name the babies. I was going to um, take donations, and whoever gives me the most money, I'll name them. After that. Bruce and Seffy. That's not going to happen, ever. Oh, man. That's not funny. Richard. Oh, my God. This would be so cool. Octavio. I really, I want, I want an owl named Bartholomew so bad, but I don't think I can get an owl. So I might name one Bartholomew. I just love that. Bartholomew II as his first name. Yeah. Make his middle name the third. A Bartholomew. I need a Bartholomew. I need a owl, male owl, Bartholomew II. Thaddeus. Okay, so <laughs> I don't appreciate you putting me under duress as a pregnant woman. You're stressing me out. You're giving me stress. This was not my intention. I'm feeling stressed. Ma'am. I apologize. Sorry. Well, if you keep it up with these people, by the end of the discussion here today, you'll lose your babies. No, they're good. They're good. Oh, my God. Coco. You guys need to find something funny to talk about because I get bored. Okay, get Ryan Lyon in here. What, get him to talk about something. What do you want something. to talk about, Pump? Hurry up, guys, please. I'm about to uh, get bored. Why, Pump? What happened to your, your like complicated spaces you were going to do? You were going to talk about how you attack men or something? I don't, like, What was that going to be about? Wait. <clears throat> yeah. Um... You're going to do some kind of spaces where you're going to attack men or something like no, that. No, no, I'm not going to attack men, no. It's a space to make all women, you know, and men find love together. Uh -huh. um, how to make, like, a man, like, fall in love, like, right after uh, the first date with the woman. Ooh, and okay. be a slave for her forever. Like, she be like, leave me alone. He's like, but I love you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you have like some ideas like what like what might you try first? I really didn't think about it at all. I think when I speak it's going to come, you know what I mean? It's going to be like inspiring like in my head. Hmm, like make a steak or something. I've been yeah, yeah. I've been adding notes. I'm preparing. Some of, I I've used coach as a reference into the male mind. So we know one of the things is blonde hair. I wrote that down. Bounce go wow wow. Uh, 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 uh. What? Sorry, I'm I'm back now. What are you asking? Preferences in in a female. 
No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, why one has to uh, seduce a male with her uh, some sort of technique? Oh. Um. No, no, I I didn't say that. Or whatever, make a male fall in love. What whatever you meant. How how you make a male fall in love? No, how to make them obsessed. Yeah. I'll tell you the I'll tell you the best way to um to get a guy on the internet, if you like. Um. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Oh no. On the internet, but it only works online, or. Um. I mean, these kind of methods can work everywhere, really. No, not Tinder. Tinder's no, not Tinder. Most most men have a point where they will start to feel guilty um, if you send them enough messages over time. Like if you if you say want to hook up with a guy or be in a relationship with a guy who lives somewhere in the world and he's on Twitter, if you just keep liking his tweets every day for the next year or so. And then you message him and then you say, like, I thought of you today, so I wrote this poem and you send him the poem. And then you say things like, I'm going to fly to America or wherever. Um, oh, one sec. There's, I'm in a hotel, there's room service or something. Where's my fucking suit? <laughs> Where the hell did you go, Bruce? <laughs> um, hmm. Yeah, so why pump are you taking notes? I didn't listen to all the whole idea, but you know, it's like um, I have another get a I pen out. Another, yeah, yeah. I okay. don't really hear. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I got it pumped to the phone. <laughs> I, I'm working as her assistant. I've got I've got this spreadsheet. I put she's, down like his taking, tweets. Yeah, she's taking minutes of this meeting. Yeah, Zen is it's very serious. I love that. Zen is going to help me a lot. Mm. But listen to me, guys. If you want a guy, don't listen to Bruce or Sefi or Zen or anybody. I'm going to tell you the right truth, guys. This is just like bullshit. That's why you're single, because you listen to such people. They have no fucking idea. You know what I mean? Listen mm-hmm. to me. For all women over there, when you meet a guy, it's like the first day. The first thing you should do I'm back. is like take his Okay, it's like take his, his wallet and kiss his food. You know what I mean? It's the first thing you do. You need to kiss his food. So and you're then, gonna kiss my. So I have a hamburger. You're gonna kiss my hamburger? No, 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 no. We, we there's like rules. You just kiss like the food. You know, if he has shoes on, you know, you have to throw the shoes like from the window and just kiss his food and then sit down. You know what I mean? How is this? Is this a tongue kiss? Or like a cute kiss. It's a puke kiss. Oh, wh- sorry, what? So I mean, it's a cute kiss. A puke kiss. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you said puke kiss. Yeah, yeah. I, said that. I didn't know what that was. All right. If so you just want one, one peck on like each toe, or just the foot. Yeah. I mean, um, in this step, I'm really like, you know, trying to make it so simple for everyone. It doesn't matter where you kiss there, you know what I mean? And then you kiss his hand and you sit down exactly in front of him. You look at him in the eyes and you tell him, you are the man of my dreams. 
you give him all the false hopes you know what i mean you tell him you're the most like oh my god i have never seen any person like you, you know what i mean you tell him everything and he's gonna be like oh my god she's so fucking obsessed with me you know what i mean and then you go home and you never text him back and that's exactly where he falls in love because he she, he thinks she's a fucking psychopath Men love when you tell them how men big their muscles are. You know, men love psychopaths. And that's why so many women try to act psychopath. But please, please, don't do that, girls. Don't get crazy because of a man. Come on. You, you're all very silly people. Is that real, Alpha? I don't know if we agree, Pump. I don't. This is bad advice. I, I noticed, like, if, if I'm like, you are so smart and strong and funny and cool. And they handsome. They love that. They, like, eat it. Yeah, you're handsome, funny, smart, strong, cool, smart, hot, strong, muscles. You just, like, repeat that stuff. I've, I feel like I've had a lot of success with that. That's the real toxic advice. Listen to this woman. She knows what she's talking about. I just say, I just say, but the, you know, I, my favorite thing is when like, they really are strong. Like, uh, like sometimes it's ridiculous. Like you feel like you're like, uh, almost like coaxing a child or you're like, you're like congratulating a child, but sometimes they really are like with pickle jars. That's insane. Like men, men have this ability to open jars that is super useful and incredible yeah you can get rich and find someone who does that so why you need a man just because he's strong you can find like someone who does that for you you know what i mean no 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 it's like saying like oh well i could just get like one of those electric motor can openers it's not the same experience if if you have like an electric can opener open the jar for you versus having a man open the jar for you 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 there's a significant difference. First of all, the jars, all the jars I open are ruined and I have to either like put them in a container to save them or it's just like fucked. It's so useful when I'm like, can you just open this jar and they just open it? I don't have to. I do it by uh, I just stick a knife through the top and then it comes loose. You know what I'm talking about? Um, I don't know if we're talking about the same kind of jars. I'm sorry to interrupt here, but I've just recently tuned in and I was hearing muscle, hot, attractive, strong, and I have to say that I, I'm immediately attracted to you. I'm not sure if, if that was directed to me or, or someone else, but I'm I'm wondering if, you, if you're was. single. Oh my God, fantastic. I, I haven't heard that, those words for a very long time. I appreciate them and tears are coming out of my eyes right now. Your okay, muscles so, are so, so big and strong. Venmo You have the biggest, strongest muscles I've ever seen. Who? Drop the Venmo, ladies. Thank you. I know. I believe it's now my time to retire. This has been a great space, and I'm going to go go to sleep a happy man. You know, Kezo is going to come in with some non-toxic advice, 
and try to break this down a little bit because I feel like we're actually having an, an interesting conversation at this point. You know, just find somebody who's uh, good at shit that you're not. You know, they fill in the gaps of uh, what you can't figure out in your daily life. You know, if opening Jaws is one of them shits, then uh, yeah, make sure you find somebody who can goddamn Jaws. Why pump needs a bookkeeper? I think like I have an idea too. Accountant. So, to seduce a man, you do like, for example, you tell him, "Let's meet up," you know, eight p.m. like tomorrow, but you never uh, show up. You know what I mean? No. Wrong. I just, I just feel like, I feel like, I, I mean, maybe that works, but I feel like also another thing that would work is like, imagine we're on a date, and I'm like, oh no, I can't. I can't make it to the restaurant. I'm in trouble. I need help, please. And then he shows up at my house and I'm surrounded by like a circle of jars that he can open. And then I, I, I thank him for coming and saving me because I'm, I can't get, I can't, I'm too fragile and weak to make my way through the circle of jars. And then he saves the day and I cry and I tell him, I tell him how amazing he is for for doing that. Exactly. But this means like we are just, you know, licking the, you know what I mean? I'm not going to say it more, you know? No, we shouldn't be that. It's He's going to open these jars and exactly. say like, He's why are there eyeballs in these jars? You. And he's going to be like, hmm, maybe they need us to find someone better. You know what I mean? He's going to be like, nah, you know what I mean? And he's gonna find another rich and leave you alone with your two babies. I mean, I'm gonna be like, why do you need all these fucking jaws open? One. Yeah, the first two. question, like, yeah, I think Kesa has a point here. Look, if the guy comes up to these jars and uh, the first question he asks is like, what's with all these fucking jars? If he doesn't say that, then he's a loser. If he's just gonna go open up all these jars for you. That just doesn't make any sense. You that scenario, it's not it's not hot to you guys. No. Oh well, you can't get them all. I think it's effective. I think men love doing stuff. Men, men just love doing things. Like, if you think about, like, what men spend their time doing, when they go to the gym, they pick stuff up, and then they put it back down, and they pick it up again, and put it back down. They just love doing things. So if you have, like, a bunch of stuff for them to do, I feel like they love that. Sometimes they don't skin. even know that they love that. You know what I mean? They're just, like, sometimes they don't even think. They don't have brains. Yeah, I'm tr- I mean, I'm starting to love that. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, those get those get pretty annoying pretty fast. <laughs> um, hmm. So, besides this jar opening thing, uh, why pump? Uh, what are the theories do you have? Um. I mean, to attract a man? Yep. Just don't like, show do you, up. Like, do you have a dress? Oh, dress code, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have, like, a, like 
you look like you're in the military on your PFP here. And you look like you're like the either dude, a they, firefighter. Every time I go to a date, they get scared of me. You know what I mean? They always get scared. They're like, what the fuck? They get scared of you. Why? Like you have like really th- strong thighs or something. You're going to like crack a nut. No, I go there and I'm gonna and I'm, I'd be like, and he says, you know, yeah, I go and train and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I come, I go and train too. What the fuck's wrong with you? I do that too. You know what I mean? I'm stronger than you. And he's like, what the fuck? So what you're telling me is you're going to open the dude's jars. Yeah, of course. You'd be like, I'm going to open this that. fucking jar myself. Exactly. Okay, guys, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. We need men. We need them. We need men because men, I don't know what they do, but men, you know, we like this voice of men, you know. Um, I don't have a problem with men. I mean, I would even get married, but I need space, you know. I think the best, you know, uh, if you go to the statistics that I didn't even read, you're going to find out that the most successful marriage is where they both don't live with each other. You know what I mean? She lives in another house and he lives in, you know, in house and she lives in another house. They see each other like in the weekend, you know. The kids like always have like, it's, it's good for kids because they have like two neighborhoods. They have double friends, you know what I mean? It's, it's um, I, think that's, I think that's called divorce. It sounds like a different neighborhood. <laughs> I think I'm going to sign the divorce right before marriage. <laughs> You're going to get divorced before you get married. That makes sense. Yeah. Get it over with. Yeah. Like, right from the very beginning. Fuck it. <laughs> you can, like, you can raise these bastard children and, you know, Whatever. It's just normal now anyway, I think, right? <laughs> Nobody's I don't watching. think I can be a mom because my cat is too much for me. It's enough work. What do you mean? You mean harassing men online isn't, uh, you know, it's just, it's too heavy of a task. Like if you were in fact, like not able to harass men and, and raising children, it would have been too much. I mean, it's it's not too much. Let's see what sexy hemp has to say. It's about. Hey, I just um, how y'all doing? I just want to say that uh, I I chimed in late here, and uh, I'm older than all you guys. But I was listening to what this uh, Zintani had to say. She's 100 percent right. So all you other guys should pay attention to what she has to say. About the jars and shit, or what? But about all her shit, she she knows no, everything. I heard yeah. she's like a musician or something. I Is that know. Zintani? Do you remember me, I... Zintani? I feel like uh, Zintani. We, can we you bring the music one? The title of the space is not Simp Zintani. That's a different space. That's usually the one we do on Saturdays. <laughs> but we're not simping, right? We're we're uncovering the the how to make men love you. We're uncovering the secrets. Hey, Zintani, tell me how this sounds. (laughs) 
sounds so strong and masculine and strong. <laughs> Does it make you want to shed your panties? Uh, well, I'm a lady, so no. Uh, I'm also she's changing as She's changing as we speak. She's changing as we speak. You know what I mean? Like, that was really beautiful. No, um, no, she's eating. She's in fact, eating. I'm going to go change my underwear right now, Citizen Don. That's excellent. So I have a question for man because um, uh, I just realized I have no fucking idea. So how do you guys fall in love with women? Wanting to keep something forever. You want to hear from the old guy? Yeah, yeah, sure. I just fell in love again after uh, like 20 or 30 years. And here's how this played out. Uh, I'd been going on some dates for five years online. And uh, of all the dates, there were maybe two women that were like in the league. But one of them was an Instagram like personality. So there was no shot at that. And the other one was just, for some reason, out of reach. Couldn't figure out why. And then I hooked up. I reconnected with a woman I met on Tinder uh, six years ago. We'd been in touch a couple of times. Hold up a second. Does she have those, like, injections and shit in her lips and all that? No, man. She, okay, uh, carry on. She lives in, an, in another continent, believe it or not. And uh, so I had no idea what to go on other than her Facebook photos. And, Is she from uh, uh, Ukraine, by chance? No. Okay. Um, anyway, long story short, after a few get-togethers, she came to the country, this country a couple times, I was comparing her to these two women who, in my mind, were like the ultimates. And then she ended up, after a certain number of visits, in my mind, surpassing those two that I thought were the ultimate. And I fell in love with her. That's my story. Wait, she, she like, you told her about these two girls and she modified herself. No, no, no. I, I, would, never, I would never do that. It was just in, awesome. inside, in my head. Whoever asked, uh, it was, uh, who, who asked the question, how do you fall in love with somebody? I'm explaining how after 30 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. I'm explaining That's how sweet. I fell in love. I set the mm -hmm. high standard, and then this woman ended up surpassing these other two women that I thought were the penultimate. And I was like, holy so, shit, this is the one. To us, describe to us what are these standards and what was so amazing? Like, what? Yes, sexy. What's impressive? What's Tell impressive it. about her? They were both, I mean, they were both gorgeous. That's number one. And, uh, you know, they, the Instagram woman had her, you know, she was fascinating. She was an ex advertising personality. And she, you know, when she was doing that shit that Zintani was talking about, even though she was full of shit at dinner, telling me how great I was, blah, blah, not I was, but how, oh yeah, seeming so fascinated with everything, but she was full of shit. Um, and the other one was just, uh, Full of shit about what? What do you mean? Uh, just everything was exaggerated. 
it just it it makes sense that an Instagram you know celebrity would sort of like talk like that. It's that that's that's not important. The important thing is, is that I met. Can, can you can I interrupt you? Can you just give us like one or two examples of what she used to say? The woman, the Instagram person. Yeah, exactly. I can't even. I I'm, I can't remember. It was just we were talking about whatever to- the topic was, and she would be saying like, be she would seem like fascinated with what I was saying, and I would say to myself, "That's not really so exciting. That's not so fascinating." And so she would seem more interested in whatever I was saying, um, you know, than I would have thought. And which, which relates to what Zintani was saying, oh, you're the greatest, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's, it was kind of like that a little bit. She was just there for, for the dinner, man. You know, that was just it. She, she, she goes out with guys online, um, I think, for the dinners. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> and the other one? The other one, I only spoke yeah. to on the phone. I actually, I got to meet her one time by accident in town. She was in my town. And I'm like, I'm looking at her and I realized that, that this was the woman I'd spoken to on the phone a number of times. And uh, it just became apparent right away that this was not attainable. So, but you know, I, I'd been going around for years thinking I'm going to meet a woman like that, you know, like this again, you know, a very, a very high quality person and it was not to be. And then this other person just, you know, just came into my life out of, out of, out of nowhere, out of, out of the clear so blue now, sky. So you're now you're going to get married to this woman? Are you dead? You know, yeah. this is a very interesting question. Um, I think we're not going to get married. Mm-hmm. But she's, just she's where now? In another continent. So you're just going to like have like an online thing forever? No, she comes to uh, the States a lot. And, um, and I'm going to probably go to, to visit her as well. She's in South America. And uh, it's sort of like just like a one in a million sort of thing. And... And uh, I never thought at six. Cost of no, living in South America is pretty cheap. Why don't you just go there? Yeah, it's it's possible. You know, again, it's we're not we're not into but it. I have another question. Yeah. What makes you so sure that you won't marry her? Um, I'm just not into. Uh, it's just not something that I want to do. I've you know I I was married for 28 years. So how old are you? You don't sound that old, but. Yeah, I'm in my I'm in my early sixties. Jesus Christ, what happened to your voice? Sefi, explain it medically. I'm not sure. It's maybe the tea I drink. You know, that could be it. Could just be his normal voice. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he sound? Doesn't he sound younger? You're the doctor, Carrie. You tell us. Exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Dr. Carey here. Dr. Carey, she is a doctor in love. She's going to tell you everything. Dr. Carey, can you tell us, please, um, how, uh, how do you make, uh, how, what is like your advice, how to make men like obsessed with you, you know, really fall in love with you? Obsessed with you? Yeah, you, you know, that, know that dramatic to... love, you know what I mean? Um, I think Dr. Carey is here to learn this lesson, not teach it. Ah! 
Abby, that's so oh. I have the oh, code. This is recorded, and Ladies you are going down. Dr. Perry, go ahead. To make a man obsessed with you, all you have to do is tell him exactly what you want and tell him how he can make you happy and, you know, go for runs and look cute. And it's really easy, actually. And you just tell yourself every day, like, this guy's obsessed with me. And that's what happens. It took me a lot of years to um, figure that out. Thank you, Steffi. I'll fucking punch you in the nuts for saying that. But why was it so hard for you to figure this out? Why did it take I didn't so know. There's like more self-help shit out there now. Diapers. Like there's more information about how you have to. It, it was different when I was growing up. It was like, let the man lead everything, which is great. But there's also a way a woman leads. And I didn't know that. And it's by being her bad self and not being quiet. Speaking of voices, um, I always tell <laughs> Allie every time she comes much. here, she's got one of the nicest voices. Allie, say Diapers. something. Steffi, Diapers. Wait, really? I have a shitty voice. I do love Allie, though. No, I'm gonna We're in a fight. We're fighting. No, Sevi's just being mean to me. I don't know, but it's fine. It's what are you rough. saying about women? Like what? Not yeah, Ali. Listen, guys. Ali is here in the space. She wants to know what's going on. Ali, I just asked. <laughs> I was talking. Where have you been? Me. Wait, wait, Doctor Kerry. Doctor Kerry, wait. I was <laughs> asking everybody, you know. How to fall in love, how to make a man fall in love with you, you know. I was telling them how, and everybody was like, uh, why pump you suck, you know? So, mm -hmm. Allie, oh, boobs, why pump? How you make a man fall in love with you? What you're, yeah, what you're asking? You gotta be sexy. If you're not sexy, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, what is with that voice thing? Who is doing that? Who is doing that? Sexy Hampton? Citizen. I'm not doing that shit. Is that it, Lucas? It was citizens. If you want somebody to fall in love with you, you have to appear beautiful to them. You, and you've got okay. to make sure you don't smell. That's number one. Uh, no, fuck you for that one. Like You've got to smell good. No, it doesn't Okay, okay. Matter. So Lucas says that the smell is very important. No. No, Lucas but is disagrees with him why it's fair do you disagree with him it's just fair i mean like you can smell like one man's like you know like discharge like disgusting like what did i come this. into here guys like, like what you is can this? smell bad We're what happened there we're joining at the wrong time like, we're getting chilled uh, on zeph on zeph profile um but like i think i think for a guy to like a girl well are, like biological women like what what are the parameters here like what are we talking about um a real girl like like as in a real girl like a not ai girl like i think i think i think guys probably like when you have like hair um like boobs <laughs> hey guys so you need hair picture. and boobs if you ha I if think, you are bald there's no chance well you could wear a wig yeah, I think guys like girls that look like pretty girls. That's my thesis. Okay, that. so from Ali and Dr. Carey, I heard that like being feminine, you know, cute, like take. having confidence is very important. Ali, do you have a boyfriend? Definitely not. <laughs> Ali doesn't have a boyfriend, but she has like a million TikTok followers, so she is doing okay. So you have... I don't have TikTok followers. Who are, like obsessed with you. 
no, just laugh not, about it. Not at all. <laughs> no, no. I have like okay. I think I'm like a man. Like I'm very like amused, like oriented, <laughs> and I like, but I like don't want to like be like I'll just have like crushes that last like years, and like I don't want to be on them, you know. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. So Lucas, you came here like all with your all motivation, uh, and like really like uh, coming fast. Like she needs to smell good. Did you have any bad experience with women who are stinky? I I don't know what you're talking about. Are you trying to put words in my mouth? I didn't I didn't say anything. Wait, who did who did say who said that? That wasn't me. I had, I have not said anything yet. Wait, was okay. it the guy with that really weird voice? <laughs> the guy was like screaming or something from on high. Was that you, citizen? Oh my god, where have you been? God. Citizens is here too. This is this is a long time coming, man. Okay, uh, Lucas, I'm sorry. I thought it, I thought it was you. So, how are you doing, man? What do you, do you have anything to say to this? I mean, listen, it's it's all about the sex appeal, and by the sex appeal, it's like it's more than just surface level. We're talking about you know intricate uh, connection and you know vibration. E R C E R C four hundred four. I think it's um, my Y Pump co-host. She is leading the charge. Ali, right you should Ali, you should go to like East no. Denver or something. Um, I and, am going to Denver, and then use that like ERC thing on them. Uh, wait, what do you mean? Like seduce Vitalik or somebody? You know what I mean? Are you going to Denver? Um, no, I can't. I have to. I'm too oh. busy. <laughs> but what are you gonna like? What's your What are you gonna do there? Um. um I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do you know people going there? Or are you just like going to like meet people and stuff? No, I don't know a single person there. I so you're in you're in that shit for the tech then. Yep, I have <laughs> no friends in crypto. I don't know anybody from this whole cryptocurrency stuff. I just really love the blockchain technology. It's like my passion. So. Um. Wait, wait, describe, like, when did you become passionate about this? Like, and why? Um, when all the hot guys came, like, Citizens Dawn, right? Who's that? Citizens, you're, like, so much more confident now. It's amazing what a year can do. Citizens He just silenced himself. Why? Well, no, as a matter of fact, there was a man, (laughs) I was, I was just actually listening to this conversation with this guy who was like uh, talking about how he would go to the bathroom and, uh, you know, he was so confident that he wrote a rap song about how he would maybe experience a baptism of sorts, uh, when he would go to number two and, uh, he, he literally sang an entire song, uh, devoted to this, uh, incident and I couldn't help but, uh, feel maybe a little bit of pity because uh like wow like why does why does he mean to uh, like you know create this whole song about his schlong yes um, this is this is what you have to I, I look totally forward agree. to Ellie this is what you have to look forward to in East Denver I totally agree yeah. you guys you guys did, did you have a 504 plan in uh in like elementary school like for being retarded anyone no because I'm so old 
they didn't have 504 plans, but when I was a teacher, <laughs> they definitely had 504 plans. What's a what's 504 plan? Five, yeah, what's a 504 plan? It's like, I, a, I, I like got, a, it's like a, what's it called? An accommodation. Like a special help. Yeah. Like, so like every time, like every day in class, like the teacher would be like, okay, Allie, like it's time for a lap. Like even when I wasn't there, like clockwork, like they'd make me like do laps around the school to like get my energy out. You're whatever. so lucky. I didn't get that. But by the t- they actually acknowledged that women had issues like no I was with all the kids in like wheelchairs and like I was like special uh, yeah like, I, special I don't love so we like that. walk around in a herd and like just like you know would they know. would they like oh, make shit. you go in a, like a circle around the building or something yes and and like chants and and moan um, but do they if they take you outside though do they have to put like a bracelet on you in case you got lost you know like with like an electronic thing no, they're chaperones, of course. Like you know how like people on probation wear that thing on their ankle. Mm. I oh my fucking god, so smart! I need one of those very soon. That was like my big. Yeah, I think I like need an ankle monitor. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, you just, should, next time you go out, go out with an ankle monitor. I think. Like just so people like a like excuse to like not. Sephi's almost got kidnapped like ten times. Why? Wait, what? Wait, what did I do ten times? I, I don't know, Steffi. You were talking about uh, we had this whole intense discussion about like uh, you know like the vulnerabilities of uh, you know having a being hacked or you know all this kidnapped. I don't know if you recall that conversation. You seemed very like in 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 uh, you had in depth knowledge into this like particular scenario. No idea what you're talking about, but okay. Hmm. Didn't it, it was it was a little bit ago, but I don't know if you we were we were talking about like uh, a, you gotta you gotta put the bottle down. Channel channel what you came in with. Channel the confidence you came in with. Take what it. what you just is deep, killing my vibe breath. because he can't recall. He's 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 suffering from some kind of memory symptom. Ooh, I think this guy was planning to kidnap you, Sefi. Sophie, did you ever get kidnapped? Uh, not yet, no. Do you think there's any reason that somebody would do that to you? Not that I'm aware of. Um, why? Would you, you want to kidnap me? <laughs> Are you a, uh, why, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Like, I feel like Y-Pump is like a spy or something. No, she is not. Y-Pump is like... Yeah legit like a a fighter for lunk like forever yeah she's not a spy she's i'm so glad that dr carey is here i mean sefi dr k you were right he's so mean today i know he what did he say that i need help with my game i think he lost a trade or something games (laughs) (laughs) anyway i I want sefi to be safe sefi's the ladies man tonight the hell's going on here sefi I don't know. Dr. Carey is back. Oh, yeah, Biatches. So what's going on, Lucas? How are you tonight? The women of Web3 are all here. That means all of our bags are here, by the way. Don't, like, public service announcement. I asked a question. Lucas, how are you tonight? Good, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah? Hanging in there? 
I'm doing well. My bags are doing okay. And Steffi yeah. said, as soon as the girls' bags are doing well, that everyone should sell immediately. Right? No, it's, it's not so much if the girls' bags are doing well. Um, it's if the girls show up again. If the boobs if, show if up. You start, if you start seeing, like, women of Web3 spaces again, that means everything's going to zero. It's time to sell. That that's, means that's all you need to know, really. Yeah, you can't oversaturate the market. What's that, Zen? It's a great indicator. But you know what I mean, right? Like when there's a bunch of yeah, when there's a bunch of grifter chicks and they're like they've got their thing going on and they're like talking about how like they're gonna have a career in Web three and all that shit, right? Then you know it's we're fucked. No, it's just the like the the thing that bugs me is it's the least feminist thing ever. To be like, yeah, we're girls and we do what the boys do is like the least feminist thing I've ever fucking seen. Like it's You're not fucking a, damn right. It's not empowering. <laughs> it's it's the opposite. You weren't there from the inception, but I hear you. Some people, some women, we try to replicate what the men do because it's lucrative. And then sometimes it, it fucks us, you know, we don't do it right. And then the next time we learn. So I mean, there, there is falls. there is and always has been a serious misogyny problem in these like communities, but it's gotten a lot better. But I don't think the way to fix it is be like, yeah, girls rule, boys drool, or whatever. I don't think that's. I agree. I agree. I was talking to someone in Web three a long time ago, a few years, and they're like, "Why do we have to be like the women of Web three? Why can't we just be a Web three space?" You know, I don't know. We're trying to figure out the best approach. There's never a good way. I mean, I'm just on tonight to say hi to everyone. But if you want me to lay down my fucking feminist regime and my thoughts, I will. But I know I it's good in intentions, but Sefi's also right. That is a good indicator. It's when those spaces, I haven't seen those spaces throughout the whole bear. Yeah, because we make less money on the dollar. So, you know, we're the ones who got the most hurt in a way. All right. Well, it's like I, one of, I there's, a, I there's a, a couple of most guys in there's in like the a couple of things like dynamics I saw. It was like one is okay, like when when everything's sort of pumping hard and people have all these different like yield tokens and things, and let's say you bought some coin at like a dollar, and now that thing's worth a hundred dollars, and let's say the thing has like a ten percent yield. So now, like you know, your million bucks is earning you like a hundred k, you know. 100k a year or whatever so now it's like ooh, i'm really feeling rich now um that's one reason why everyone shows up and thinks they're in like some kind of web3 career and they can quit whatever they're doing because like i'm gonna live off the yield forever so that's one dynamic the other dynamic is um it's and then they like, major and then they lose everything well there's the other piece is like oh like hmm all these dorks have gotten rich um i'm gonna meet some like you know uh maybe rich dude or something like that. And um, use like Twitter spaces as a dating app and um, something, something along those lines. I don't know. Like it seems like everyone has their own agenda, but that's like the two obvious ones for girls uh, when they show up. It's like what I noticed. And then there's also just like this grift of like, yeah, I couldn't understand like Carrie, like I just couldn't understand the, like we're going to have a ladies conference about crypto. I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do at a ladies conference about crypto? I don't understand. Well, sometimes I will be honest. Sometimes at women's conferences, they allow women's voices to be heard about crypto 
when men's conferences are traditionally just, they're just, their women's voices are kind of drowned out. So they let women speak for longer and let them get their ideas out. So I get that, but yeah, they should really aim to just be at the conference. If that makes any sense. I mean, it it is true, Steffi. It's a boys club and you don't, maybe you don't realize it because you're not as boys clubby as the other boys, but it is like, like if you go to, if you you go to a big, like, if you go to a big, like national medical conference, like there's tons of prominent women that speak at these things and no one makes a big, like thing about it really. And you don't, there's not like a separate like women's medical conference it's just not necessary it's like everyone's in the same boat i, I don't know okay like, but hold on wait, 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 wait that's very different it's like yeah. th- this when when back 2015 the only reason that i was able to learn about crypto so early is because i had a male username i could not it was not possible for me to learn about these things from other people as a woman i couldn't go on voice if i did it's like oh titties show us your titties bitch it's like it's like it was that bad so it's gotten a lot better but you'll still see like when there's projects that are going on like i've seen i i've i've applied to some of these things where it's like do i can do this job better i know and and i've talked to these guys about it i've said like why the fuck are you why not give me this job like you know that i can do this job better than this person and they've told me to my face yes i know but the other guys would make fun of me if we brought you on it's what like stuff like doing? that huh what job are we doing this is so bad. um it was running a discord i have like i i only i'm only i'm a one trick pony basically i just do music but i also i have a side trick i'm a 1.5 trick pony i uh i advertised the i i ran the discord uh, that became the biggest Discord while I was running it. I'm really I'm good at managing. Pony, I like that. I'm Since really good at managing uh, Discords. Just using common sense that it seems like no one else has. All right, let's go back to not talking about feminism, but don't shit on me again, Sefi. Piss me off. You're in so much trouble. <laughs> so much trouble. But I get it, Zintani. You can do everything. I would hire a woman for anything. We're just more meticulous and detail-oriented for the most part. And we can deal with the egos of people like Seppi. I mean, I don't, I'm not on board with like hiring someone because they're a woman, but I mean, there are in this space even still, like, like that Discord job, for example, their Discord is trash. It's a mess. It's a wreck. It's like, I would have had it popping and he knows it and he knows it. And And it's like in cases like that, where it's like, you you won't employ me because you you'll look like a simp in front of your boys. Are you fucking kidding me? Like that stuff's stupid. That's really <laughs> dumb. Any you project know? where I have to go to a Discord, they can fuck off. I'm not buying any <laughs> shit. It's that simple. No is fucking that, way, Discord. No, I don't want like six months. You're a Telegram guy. Notifications right? and like just I, both of them are stupid. It's like complete waste of time. 
You build it. Hold on, Sevi. You're if you if you are starting any projects, you're limiting yourself to a really powerful community building tool. If you can get people that want that are coming regularly into a discord talking every day. If you think about people these days, like not everyone has a social life. So that becomes their social life. That's very powerful when you're starting a uh, oh no no no! I'm with you on why people get into it. It's just like I just won't have anything to do with it myself. <laughs> it's just not fun for me at all. So it's like watching notifications and scrolling to that shit, figure out where I left off and whatever else. And Zintani, exhausting for us. We've been through a long life, and then you want us to have Signal and Telegram and Discord. It's just like a lot. It's a lot of apps. It's a lot of apps. <laughs> it's a lot of apps. Let me tell you, the biggest turnoff ever is a feminist. Ah! What happened to him? Where was he this whole year? This guy was like the most legit, like liberal, like, like amazing man. Citizens, what happened to you? Uh, I, don't, I don't know citizens can yeah. you carry tell me how he was like before oh my god like so loving creature like i don't understand what's happening he's he's now on this like wizard of oz microphone saying like feminists are the worst what actually i think this would be an amazing study about like what happened to people post um bull run 2021 2022 <laughs> like their twitter persona or their ex persona because citizens you're scaring me you're like you're like a man you're like a woman's man what happened tell us more please i'm scared at least you can speak to us though that's nice yeah what please. would you like to know dr carey what what like what you were never i mean anti-feminism what happens yeah, what do you mean i i i'm for women but i'm in my like i'm i'm faced with this batman scenario where like, quality the women this. don't know what's good for them, and they're 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 destroying themselves. You so see, go on. A, like- so I must become the <laughs> I must become the shadow. <laughs> see, it's changed you. I love it. This is amazing. I hope this is recorded. I'm going to use this for class tomorrow. It's amazing. Okay, so citizens, how has your life changed in the past year in terms of like? women tell us that's top <laughs> secret sexy hampton gave gave us a lot of information so i feel like it's your turn i just feel like feminism and cringe feminism should be two separate entities that's great like i need another name because i do feel weird when i say i'm a feminist i when love I say I'm a feminist what i really mean is like i'm not retarded like having tits does not give me a a re- retardation that's not a thing i don't Guys, think uh, there's no feminism but... or like menacism okay. or you know what i mean we are all a human being you know and we are all trying, you know, to win a game, you know, to learn a game, how to get with each other, how to marry each other, how to be friends with each other. It's just an illusion, guys. We are all living in the matrix. There is no feminism, no feminism, nothing. There's just human beings in a Twitter space talking to each other. That's it. Yeah, so he I'm said, not... I think, therefore, I am. 
Yeah, I'm not doing this again. Guys, we need to chill. We need to chill. I'm telling you guys, we need to chill. Everybody chill. Right, I'm chilling out. I'm chilling. What's going on with you? Tell us about your life. What's going on? Okay. Wait, but who? we have who? Ladies, I got a quick question for you. How do you prospect or Shane Rune this bull market cycle incoming, ladies? We go into the moon. There's no way. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's really pretty simple, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we heard Y Pump's um, prognostication. Um, is going to the moon. Everything. Carrie, what do you think is going to happen to uh, uh, Rune this cycle, Carrie? I don't know, Rune. I mean, I can't be in every single thing that you guys show, but it's going to the moon. That's all you had to say. I think it will go to the moon because everything's going to the moon. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, got it. You would have just simply said like, it's the most uh, amazing project of all time. It is. Then Matt, then Matt would have been like, he would have fallen in love with you instantly. But it you is see what the he's done here. Crypto. It is the Dr. Kerry of crypto. Rune. <laughs> Hashtag the, the thing is, you gotta to, to, once you get to the moon, you gotta make sure that you get to the hot tubs at the moon. So you gotta make sure you got access to those. So hot tubs at the moon. It is the hot tub of the moon. Oh, uh, look! Look what's happened in South Korea. This is the this is the end result of the uh, the uh, social dilemma, and this is why. Like, what you, you know that what's that TV series like Handmaid's Tale or whatever? That's the world that you're gonna end up having. And the reason oh. is look at, look at South Korea, 0.65 birth rate. That's an that. extinction level event. Literally like South Korea won't exist with that kind of birth rate. Like it's an extinction level birth rate. And they're seeing uh, the fertility rates have, have gone down here. And, Meaning like just delete South Korea, the entirety of it. A 0.65 birth rate. Imagine that for a second. The worst in the world. And it's like, oh, it's like men and women and their social tensions and what are the fuck else? You know what's going to happen? Like at some point when the civilization collapses, you'll have some totalitarian dictatorship end up there making everyone fuck each other and have children. That's what will happen. That's how this ends up ending. Same thing. And that's why like you have like millions of illegals coming across in America because the, the goal is to have like repopulate the place and steal people from other countries and shit. Like, so it's a pretty big mess. I don't know. Like, there's like the what, like, the reason why there's an anti feminism concept is because, like, the normal sort of like guy girl thing has somehow evaporated into this sort of like mysterious, um, like end stage event for human civilization. So, well, like, the, enjoy it while it lasts, kind of thing. They're not, they're not like, like, in this like women's pride thing. They're not reproducing and like engendering. So ridiculous, but okay. No, South Koreans are basically saying we don't, it's not worth existing. There's no reason to have South Koreans. We'd just rather just all be dead. That is the outcome. Period. That's fucking simple. It's that simple. It's pretty bad. Like 0.65 birth rate is extinction level event practically for South Korea. Like North Korea might as well just walk in and take it at some point. They got too many goats over there. You got to do it. Ladies, let's get to it. Let's go. Two, one, two, hup, two, hup, two. 
too many fucking goats. I mean, I mean, what is the what is the solution here? Get rid of uh, women's. Uh, there won't really. There won't Get be rid a solution. Of their rights yeah, what will happen? them to have babies or what? Yeah, the entirety of like the entirety of the last, um, like, the elimination of both slavery and women's rights can be tied to one thing, and that is the dramatic reduction in the number of people necessary to perform agriculture duties. And that was caused by, like, basically oil and natural gas discoveries and what all those, the energy could do. The energy revolution led to all of these outcomes. And the interesting thing is, like, instead of uh, people sort of living normally, what ended up happening is you have this weird, like, techno dystopia that we live in. And so the birth rates in all these countries are just falling off a total cliff. So it's weird. Like, but what will end up happening is, is you won't have enough people to sort of, like, service the economy. So what will happen is you'll have massive amounts of poverty. And then what will happen is, you know, and as that happens, then uh, crazy leadership emerges and like you have to go through just an extreme cycle of desperation, which is where it will happen next. But you'll see. Are we making robots? It seems bro? like our species is uh, retarded. So our species are retarded is what it means. That we're not That's what happens. Things. Why are you guys saying that word? I don't understand. Because not- you're not making the babies, Dr. Carey. Make more babies. I can't. Which word? Motherhood. <laughs> Which motherhood? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why are we talking about motherhood? I probably could maybe if I rubbed sticks together, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't need to have any children anymore. I've got my own daughter. But anyway, yeah, I don't know. You guys have a lot to say. It's very interesting. I'm trying to stop saying. I'm trying to stop saying the R word. I'm working on it, Carrie. Yeah, tendency. I'm struggling. No, it's like you have to have your like various curse words in your head. If not, because there's an antidepressant effect to just saying like "fuck" and Mm -hmm. whatever. And if you don't use those things, then all that happens is people just make up different words that mean the exact same thing. It doesn't make any difference, Carrie. All this language stuff is pointless. The same thing that you could say instead. What's that? What's the word that you could say instead, instead of saying that? But it doesn't make Nothing any difference. Nothing hits. Like, More, you, I'm can not, say, you can I, say moron I'm not or something. Stupid. But, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm an idiot. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm retarded. Like, there's like a, it's a vibe. It's a vibe thing. That's why I have such a hard time. Like, the vibe of saying that. And of course, I'm not talking about people that I'm talking about. Then what are you doing back there? Like, like it, it, destroying it, it, your it, apartment? It's like throwing shit around. I, I, I think saying you like that's disabled is mean. Like I'm, I think saying like that person is mentally handicapped. Like I think retarded. I think retarded. Like like gutturally is different from like retarded. Like retarded or like retarded. You know. I think I think it's just about the way you say it. Really, um, it's guess- a little unkind. I can't be in these conversations about it. So I I hear you guys. I just wish that we would just not say that word. That's all. Man, you've been awesome. brainwashed, Carrie. Your well, mind, you're like, you're worried about the wrong things. Uh, yeah, because it has to be <laughs> You're worried about the wrong things. I can't This is not that. how a person stays I happy. I mean, I definitely, there are certain words that when people say them, I don't associate with them. So I get it. Like, I'm not okay with all the words, but I, I think it's like, it's up to everyone, right? It's like, I'm okay with saying retarded. I, I don't. 
mean anything other than what I mean by it. I and don't think it would happen. Some people saying it. I just when I want to talk, I always want to like not hear it, just so I can stay. You know what I mean? That's all. I, I think I that, that as long as you not be. Yeah. I mean, not a lot, but some. I have the solution. I have the solution. Can we like uh, rename Richard to Pipi? So when you say I am Pipi, we know what you mean. And Carrie doesn't hear that word. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I think you should just not be unkind. Like, if you're saying it in a hateful way, that's fucked up. Don't say it in a hateful way. Don't don't say it to a child. Don't say it to somebody who's trying the best, you know? Just, it's different, you know? It's like you're not going to say yeah, something. Yeah, what he's saying is the context matters. You know, guys, I'm going to be honest. This is, like, finally the first time where I finally understood what this word even means in English. Thank you. Don't say it. <laughs> no. Oh, what, why can't we say it? I'm kidding. I'm. I love kidding. all the words. Listen, so much. you can see these words don't mean anything to me, but in my like real world circle, like little things make such a difference. So that's but, all I'm saying. Like, but it's a literal word that that has its own definition. Like, if you're saying something is like held back, like that's like the fire retardant. You know, it's a significant word that we should. We're just... not saying that. For for example, like We're if you go, you. like every gener every generation, like like you know, kids on the schoolyard, um, you know, they'll have their like thing that they'll use as kind of the derogatory thing ab about somebody. Like for example, I think it was like in the '80s when like no duh, like duh, you know, that was sort of like the the mimicking of like the really really severely disabled retarded kid type of thing and that was kind of became very common and then like every generation the some new thing shows up it's not really any more pleasant or less mean than saying the word say retard for example well was it really no cap no cap on god no cap i think we should be sensitive about certain words i think there are but i think like my moral take on why I separate retarded from other things is because the world I live in, the people around me, I don't see people that are mentally retarded being like shit on or excluded or um, like, I never hear that word being used in that way. But the, there are many other words where I do see around me in the world I lived in in the world I live in used against people um, in a very, very hurtful way. And so like morally, that's my stance. If I started seeing like a bunch of people around me uh, getting called retarded um, that are struggling with some sort of disability, I would change up real quick and stop using it. I start becoming a monster. I don't know why. I hate it when someone like makes fun of someone else. I don't know why it's like, I don't even like, you know, I don't even like realize till I find out. Uh, I'm all trouble. of you have a simple symptom, and that is you have not witnessed enough people die. This is this is the mistake of humanity. Like uh, most did, people I are did. shielded from this. No, I'm serious. Most people are shielded from actual real horrors, and so all this nonsense seems like it's interesting. Like, oh my god, I oh no, I do. I do. Sevi was just talking about the apocalypse. Did you? The, Sevi, did you the world's I'm coming to an end, people. No, they like meaningless nonsense. Process. Meaningless no, no. nonsense has meaning when you haven't witnessed actual horror. This is usually the case. Bro, I see like, like, like almost all like right. every I'm month sorry, at but... least four people dying. 
No, you're I like, wash them. you'll have to I come visit with me. Swear. I'll take you around with work with me and then you'll notice what he, actual he's saying, like. he's saying I, because I he's a doctor. I see people dying exactly like, you know, I see them dying. Like I even like help like with washing them and take them to that like a big fridge and everything. This is my job. I work at the hospital. I see like at least four people like dying, you know, in the hospital. It's not, it's like normal yeah. thing for me every day. Exactly. So what will happen is, is when you have that as being normal, like usually like uh, routine nonsense kind of rolls off your, like you, it doesn't bother you as much, right? Like, like. Yeah. I mean, there has been many things that were, that I was, I used to worry about some crazy stuff, right? I used to cry about some, you know, crazy shit and everything. And since I started working, like my vision, like changes when I remember how I was like so stupid. I'm like, what the fuck? I was wrong with me. You know what I mean? No, but ser seriously though, before modern hospitals and stuff, like human beings were exposed to death on a fairly routine basis. You saw your family members die at home. You saw, you know, whatever. And the exposure to sort of death generally, and not only that, but people died a lot younger you know, 100 years ago or whatever, 150 years ago. So like, we've institutionalized all of that in, in the West, at least. And what that makes you do is appreciate life less to some extent. But it also gets people hung up on just like silly shit. It's like a, it's like a first world type problem where you worry about like various words and things people say. Which as is good, Society is progressing. It's good. We haven't progressed for shit. We have like people shooting up schools and stuff. We're talking about like it, the, well, okay, the well, words. What, what do you mean we haven't progressed? That that was a silly. You're being silly. Yeah, he's no, being I'm not. silly. Like, Sefi's no, being, being silly right now. We have okay, the biggest like right. drug problem in the history of the planet. Okay, we have. The, I see a person overdose right, on Sefie. drugs daily, daily, Sefie. and die. You know, like so. The, the, like it's absurd. It's absurd that we've like oh we're that progressed in anything. We're not. We're not really. Our, our lifespans are increasing, education's increasing, you love bringing up IQ, IQ is increasing, crime's going down, uh, a, bunch of, a bunch of things are progressing, Sefi, you're being, you're no, being I, really I good. I don't disagree, but on the, on the point of like the, the language sensitivity thing is mostly just nonsense. Yeah, I mean, I, I it just breeds absolute weakness, basically, is what it does. Seth just like, loves to like counter anything I say, it's just a thing he does. It's fine. No, we just, I, we just I have an opposite vibe about these things. It's just like, no, I, I think, like, one word, there's every word, there's so many words, so many words, just one word, just one the, word. If, if, if you're a woman and you are in a relationship with a man that like regularly calls you a bitch, I think something is wrong with you as a woman to still be in that relationship. I never in my life would tolerate someone talking to me like that because it's, because it's a, it's a slur. It's, it's, it's a, there, you know, well, first of all, you don't call the people you love these things. Don't have money though. Yeah. But, yeah, but, but I understand what Sefi exactly wants to say. And that's true. I mean, I have to say, you know, he's right because I, I see that like, you know, when I meet like friends who have nothing to do, you know, with like my lifestyle work, it's like, you see people arguing about some bullshit, you know, and you think like, you're not even like in the mind, you know, to even like talk to them about it you you with time when you like work a long time in the hospital you don't even understand why people are arguing about that 
Interesting thing. Tell me, Pump, if this is true or not. So you work in the hospital, right? So is it usually the guys who are basically irritating the women, the, the employees, or is the women mostly irritating each other at work? It's the women. My 100%, right? Is, my best shift is when I'm working with a man. I don't really care who, but it's the best shift. When I work with women, it's like, like oh my God, I hate that. In every hospital in town, like almost every complaint is women versus women. It's not guys versus women. Almost ever. Like, like it's yeah, such a rare true. thing. It's weird as hell. Women actually are like way more aggressive women. towards other women. Yeah. Yeah. Hold yeah, on. This true. is not a that's blanket true. statement. Well, that that's probably true. And it's also true in military. If you look like statistically at uh, like, a, um, uh, what is it called? When someone hits someone else. In the military, it's most commonly woman on woman when it's amongst it's more common for woman on woman violence in the military. At least one of my buddies told me, which which makes sense, because in these fields, uh, women are women are competing against each other. I feel that they have. But, to, but then you have no but it's idea not the case, how annoying it's, it's not, with women in the hospital. OK, OK. It's, but it's, I agree. And I'm up. sure I'm sure it is that way. But this isn't a blanket statement on women. It's not like overall in every single field and every every type of uh, setting, women are fighting each other. That's just not true. Well, of all the complaints I've ever had from employees, we're talking about four separate buildings with a lot of people. I would say like I can't even remember one where it was like the 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 guy nurse or whatever you know is the one people are like couldn't work with or whatever. Almost every single time, it's like women versus women, and it's right, just—it's it not even—it's not even an anom- its not even a statistical anom- anomaly. It's like it's just absolutely like obvious. It's that—that that, it's a fact. It, yeah. it makes sense. You know what's a crazy hospital. statistic, it though, makes Sefi? Sense in the military where the majority of the people on top are men, so the women feel that they have to compete against each other. It makes sense that in these settings, women are more vicious against each other. But the boss in my hospital is a woman. It's in relationships as well, though, too. So if you look at the divorce rate between lesbian couples and gay couples, it's like double as much between lesbians as it is through males. Did you know that the like, did you know that they can't they can't even get along with each other? Did you know that other? butch <laughs> lesbians have a much higher um, rate of both obesity and suicide and depression? It's kind of interesting. Anyway, side note, but anyway, whatever. Yeah, it's like, but the thing is, like, there's just interesting uh, things about people. And, and I know Carrie always says the same thing. She's like, you always have this thing about something I say. She, I think she does, like, um, kind of, like, education with kids and stuff. And so she gets, like, sensitive about these things about, because she probably sits around telling kids all day, by the way, don't say this word against this person. You're being a bully, blah, blah, blah. I get it. She's sort of used to teaching kids and whatnot. But at the same time, like um, it, these things backfire in a way because kids want to be rebels. They want to say the thing that they're not supposed to say. So the more, um, what do you call it? Like the more uh, taboo you make it, the more sexy it is to say it. And there's something with our brains, like, you know, in the sense that there's some, it's almost like comfort food, cursing whatever the curse word of the day is or of this, you know, of your culture or whatever you grew up with, 
there's something sort of therapeutic to just say, oh, fuck, or whatever. There's something, um, I don't know, is it dopamine? What? I don't know. But like the point is there's a, there's kind of a anti-depression kind of like anxiety relieving thing that it does when you curse at some level. And when you go and say, oh, fudge and all this, it might work with some people, I suppose, but um, it, it probably doesn't have the same effect. Like in your mind, it has to be taboo to have this effect for some reason. It's a weird, weird thing. <laughs> but, uh, Hold um, on, Steffi, if, if you were running a space, and I know Coach would probably never do this, but let's say that Coach was your co-host and um, someone came in and coach started throwing racial slurs at them like incessantly and they were that race you you, you wouldn't I would what would, how would you you'd yeah. boot coach no i'd boot whoever's doing it okay i mean All like right. in other words like the the context matters in the sense that like you know if you're saying the word bitch in the context of some joke and you're not actually calling some individual specifically in your presence some, a bitch or something then you know and it's like and it's either funny or whatever it is fine right like you're not actually directly assaulting someone in a sense but if you're actually doing it to physically like specifically say it to hurt somebody um and it's just like it's not funny it's like nobody in the room is laughing um someone's being embarrassed for no particular reason then yeah like like yeah that's not entertaining for me oh, okay then then i, I mean? then i agree with you i don't even know why i'm arguing i i think i just misunderstood yeah, I don't think people just say whatever the fuck they want, wherever they want. I'm just saying there's like when you when you're talking about the word retard, it's like, yeah, it's a funny thing. Like, I don't know why it's funny. when, Like, I don't even why it's funny to say it. If you think about it, like just like a meta level, like what makes it interesting to say? It, it's like, a, it's just I didn't a invent the word. word, right? Yeah, it's, it's maybe it's even the sound of the word. Like, I think there's some. uh I don't know, like there's some studies and things that, that people have looked at as far as like, why do some words feel better to say? And maybe those words evolved to be more fun to say, because for some reason, our brain likes the way they sound, maybe the, the tone or whatever, you know what I mean? Like the, so I don't know what the. Yeah, fuck is an ancient word or not ancient, but it's very, very old. They had it. Oh, where did I read this? And English. notice Spock how was around a long time before like English was English. Yeah, it's for unlawful car carnal knowledge or something or something like that. But um, yeah, there's some. Yeah. But the thing is, like, notice how all of the interesting curse words are really short. They're not meant like it's not like you say, um, oh, you're a contrarian or something like you're a um, you're a uh, like anti, you know, anti-establishmentarian or something like there, There's certain words that just sound interesting in your head um besides whatever like taboo you know like you're not supposed to say it out loud kind of a thing and there's something about those those features of a word that make them fun in a sense and like comedians use them or whatever um and there and some comedians too then like they specifically are want to be totally wholesome um you know like you, you didn't hear like norm mcdonald curse a lot for example and, you know, some comedians are like, if you have to curse in order to be funny, then you're not as funny, you know, because like, you know, anyone can make a joke where you can tickle someone's uh, funny bone or whatever it is by cursing. So and there's something to that, really, I mean, if you think about it, like there's a lot of good writers and shows where 
there's no cursing whatsoever and it's quite funny um so it's not necessary it's it's kind of like almost the cheap way to get a laugh in some ways but i think it's partly just like psychologically self-therapeutic it's almost like uh it's almost like saying a mantra in a uh, meditation or something it's like there's something therapeutic about doing it right did you did you know that in argentina if you uh are in a relationship and you fart in front of your uh your significant other it's grounds for ending the relationship and here in this country farting is one of the funniest things it's grounds for ending a relationship in Argentina. Where? Yeah. In Argentina. That sounds is toxic. That, is that like the whole, like, in Texas, it's illegal to have an ice cream cone in your back pocket, where, like, technically it's there, but it's not really there? I don't, I, I don't know that. But I'm not sure it's the same thing. I just, like, I mean, like, I vibe with it because I'm the same way. I think I'd, I, if anyone I was in a romantic relationship with ever heard me fart, I'd have to end my life right there. There you go. You see, that's why I, right, I, we started this conversation by me telling you that you should be listening to you. Everyone should be listening to but, you. So. But don't, but most people have like serious problems controlling their bowels, don't they? Isn't that like most people? I don't think I've ever met another person. Someone who has gastritis immune. I, I, I feel it. like everyone talks about shitting their pants all the time. Like Apparently I hear about this. Pass gas seven to ten times a day. That that seems like a low figure. <laughs> what do you eat? What do you normally eat? No, I'm just saying. I'm. Uh, I got the bathroom bug, man. I'm counting. You see, here in this country, I think we have. Uh, We've we've associated farting with comedy, and I think that we're like maybe one of the few countries that that does that. Oh man, the Europeans love farts more than we do, dude. I mean, yeah, how do you know that? Yeah, I had some Europeans in my orbit, man. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that out, but not in South America. It's like. If you do that, you 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 could end up, you know, looking for a new date in short order. You get on the right website, man. You'll find your match. I promise you that. I'm good. I learned quickly and I stopped farting. But I digress. I give the floor back to Seth. I, hmm. Kind of missed your spaces, Sefi. Years and coaches. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, hey, I got a coin. Que- I got a token question. I thought I, that's what I came here for. Or, there's no, there's no token oh, talk. Okay. But yeah, token talk. Go for so it. So I trade options for a living. When are we going to be able to trade options on, uh, on coin? Uh, you mean like just perpetuals and things, or what? Like, what do you want? What do you want to do? Um. Well, every security. Usually, if it's active enough, it's got it's got puts and calls. So when are when are coins going to have this? Um, they do. I mean, you can go to essentially get leverage positions on like and futures positions on practically anything already. Yeah. So, but not options. Um. Well, I mean, just des- describe what you want exactly. I want to be able to 
sell a put option on 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 Bitcoin. I guess I can do that on an ETF now, but I can't do it on uh, on other on other tokens. Maybe on Ethereum I could do it if they if they come up with an ETF on that. But all you know, I'm trying to learn about all these these. I come to the space recently just to to branch out and learn about learn about tokens, but I'm fairly certain you can't sell an option on you can't go on Coinbase and, and sell an option on you know on uh, on LinkChain. Can you? Um well but they're like but you you assuming that there's like expirations and everything. But yeah, so you, like, you just want to bet on the what the downward direction of a coin? Like what do you what do you mean? Or the upward direction? Do you trade? Do you trade uh, stock options? Not at all. Like okay, it's not just down. It's up. You're just it's, it's your better. You're buying against the difference. You so you're buying it at one set price, and if the price goes up for the future, then you can make money off of the difference yeah. of that set price that you bought in from from it, the future it price. Depends of, on the characteristic of the option. If you're buying a call option, you're betting the stock's going up or token's yeah. going up. If you're buying a put, you're betting it's going down. If put, you're selling yeah. a put, you're 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 taking in premium. You know, some I guess like staking, uh, you're taking in income. So I understand you can you can stake in in the coin world, but so far I, I'm not seeing um, you know the the world of options come to uh, to coin yet. It's probably a giant opportunity for somebody to start doing. That. It's they're probably around. coming soon. I mean, they're doing derivatives and all that other good shit that they're playing around with now. So that's getting closer. No, they've they've got these things around, but like, it, I'm not sure if it makes sense in the context of, uh, like, why would you need to do an option specifically when you can just simply do a leverage, uh, you know, just a leverage directional bid in the thing, like the. So for stocks and stuff, I understand it, but like for crypto, it's open twenty four seven, and you can make a directional bet anytime you want. You can take a long or short position, etc. Um, not sure that you get any more particular advantages otherwise by doing. Well, it's it would be. I, I don't see why it would be any different. I mean, if you're buying an option, let's take the basic trade of buying a call option. You're only putting up, you know, a fraction of the amount of money that you would have to put up for, you know, buying the security and, uh, you know, there's an expiration on it. So you're just, you're putting up maybe 1% of the cost of, uh, of owning it for a month, as opposed to, you know, buying the coin and putting, even if, it, even if it's leverage, I don't know what the leverage is, but, uh, well, in crypto, there's, na there's pure naked futures too, where you don't have to own the coin at all. You can just simply, you know, either post collateral and, yeah, so this is similar. Or whatever. All right, that's similar. So you don't have to have like the entire, but it's a future. It's not a. It's not an option. So all. Yeah, it's different. I think we're in agreement that it's coming. It's just it's not here yet. That's what I think. Um, I don't know about that. Let me see options trading on like what coin do you want? Just take a take uh take Ethereum. Yeah, Bitcoin, I can do it now. I could, I could sell it on it. I could sell a put option. Yeah. So on the place you want to go is Deribit, D-E-R-I-B-I-T. They have options trading. All right. 
Right. Yeah, there's there's options. They've, this this stuff's been around for a long time. It's not new really anymore. Anything you could imagine in traditional finance, someone has come up with a way to do it on the crypto side. How do you spell Deribit? D E R I B I T. Oh, that's where I spelled it. All right. Yep. Crypto derivatives in trading. There's like a little option wizard and on there and everything. Yeah, you have to have like Yeah, crypto.com's fucking with it too. To now. Do options, you can do the it thing like is that. though, you basically have to have sufficient um order depth, you know, where where you know you can there's enough people to take both sides of the trade basically. And so for bigger things like BTC and ETH and whatnot, you can produce these things. To have options on some microcap things with ultra high volatility, um, it just may not be sensible. Right. Because they're, I guess they're like micro cap stocks that don't have option. Yeah, exactly. The same reason they don't have them. These don't have them for that same, for same reason. Um, and, and there's plenty of ways to take directional bets on volatility and stuff. It's not like it's, you know, it's impossible to do it. You can do it on some exchanges now too, but it's only like with the big ones. Um, I was fucking around with, I mean, it's not quite exactly the same, like whenever you're doing stock options, but like crypto.coms under the derivatives, they do strike there's options. another thing about options too. Um, like if you think about why do you use Out options for the stock market, you, you use options because you believe that there is something like <clears throat> that's going to cause the price of a stock to go down or go up. And it has something to do with fundamentals. And you believe you know, you want to get paid to hold this thing, um, you know, for whatever period of time, or you want to like take a bet that the, the price reaches a lower level, but you don't, you want to be able to do so with relatively little um, initial exposure and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So the, the thing is like in crypto, there is no like revenue or whatever. There's no price to earnings ratio you're following. There's like nothing to really like, like, would you take options, say, for example, on gold or silver for example on the etf you you can yes but what would be the point of doing this is my point or you're just speculating in, on price movement yeah i mean so you're it's it's either way it's a like a leverage bet in the sense that the amount of money you stand to lose um you know there's a specific time allotment and you're basically risking a certain amount of money that you're willing to lose to um to take that position you can do a similar thing with crypto in a sense is that you could just basically um if you you have a directional theory you take a fairly highly leveraged bet with the expectation that if it goes wrong you get liquidated so the only difference there is like your your liquidation threshold is different as opposed to with options it's a time threshold um so there there's different ways to take bets on these things i guess um, the other way you could do it is you can put in um, uh, limit orders at various levels with different levels of leverage. So, for example, you know, let's say it's Chainlink or something. The price right now is like 18 bucks. And you're like, ooh, I think it might go to 17. Okay, well, then, you know, you can put like a, you know, 1x bet, you know, 10 bucks you're going to buy at, at 17 bucks. And then if it goes to 16 bucks, you could you know, just martingale it and go to 20 bucks, or you could start increasing the size with leverage so that 
at the bottom of the market, you're going to use way more leverage than, you know, at the current price. So there's all sorts of ways you can play, play that stuff. But yeah, I think like even Deribit only has BTC and ETH. So I think the thing is, it's not a question of whether or not you can make options. You can make them, but the thing is like, you have to have enough people that actually want to use that product. It, it's actually the much more, the much more popular product in crypto. Like if you look at GMX, uh, perpetuals are, have been shown to have like the highest product market fit and are popular anyway. So on crypto.com, you can do Bitcoin, Ethereum, Avalanche, Dogecoin, Chainlink. Um, I've done the link one. Polkadot, Shiba Inu, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, and Stellar. Excellent. For what options? So you can do sh strike options. Yeah. Okay. And it's like on like 13 minute intervals, shit like that. So up or down, do you think the price will be above this intervals? by this time? <laughs> Yeah, it's like 13 minutes. Like right now, let me go. Let me click on this one. This one's Bitcoin. Um, will BTC price be higher than 50944 yeah. on February 22nd, 2024 at 1040 p.m.? So that's in like 13 minutes. So I can put yes. And what's actually kind of cool about this is you can go like right up to the fucking line. So number of contracts, you can put those in. Do yes or no, and I can take it all the way to like the, the two minutes. The only people that make money on that really legitimately are the exchanges themselves. So yeah, the that, yeah that, um, the fees on this shit is now, ridiculous, what, what bro. If, what if you're a user and you want to take the other side of that? Do they like do that? Yeah. So I can do yes or no, and depending on how many. So if I'm doing no, right, it's going to depend on how many people are going into the yes column, like betting against your bet against your option, right? So you put. So for me right now, I got ten contracts in for that one. It cost me twenty eight dollars, or twenty nine right now. It's constantly changing, right? So there's like a probability of eighteen percent that in the no column for me um so on that bet i can make 75 bucks right now if it goes through now it's till 10 40 you know and i'm betting that it'll be higher than 50 50 i said no but it's at 51,000 right now so the probability of that's like 18 percent right now but if it if it does dip right down to that, then yeah, I mean, I went out. Now you could go on to crypto.com right now and do the yes side of that. Now the yes side of that, your what's crazy about this is so you think it's going to be higher. The probability is 82%. You pay what you're putting up is $93. Um, if it, if you're wrong, that's what you lose. If you're right, then you're getting like $14. So I always bet the no. I always make a little more. Yeah, well, thanks a lot for that info. You're, that's uh, that's close to what I'm talking about. So Yeah, there's strike options. It's not like true options. That's why I said it's still slightly different the way they're yeah. doing it. Um, they're calling them strike options. I used to trade a lot of options in stocks as well. Um, so when but, I saw crypto.com got that shit, I started I still fucking with it a little bit. I why you want to do this. This is not the way to get rich. Like, I can materially tell you this is, like, a bad idea. 
on crypto dude i've made there's only one that i kind of you would call it liquidated um but it's a really low amount like i'm almost i do yeah, that it's just a waste of like time every once in a while so then it's like what's the point i'm doubling my money every time i put in 30 bucks i'm making 60 dollars so like last week i made like 800 dollars off of doing that and the week before i made like 600 bucks and the most i've ever lost like all together is probably like 200 dollars doing that it's just a game it's kind of like what bruce was talking about it's just a fun thing to play around with you're just sitting there and you're pretty much being able to put these orders in and you can put as many contracts as you want so i can do one for bitcoin right now i can go down and put one for link i can and do all of those within certain time frames and it's within like 13 minutes like 15 minutes some of them are like 20 minutes and then you can go the different rates so it's actually giving you multiple options when you're going in there so i can back out um and depending on which one that you choose so like bitcoin up or down right so i can hit that one and then it has target 51 4 yeah but why not 51 3 51 2 51 1 like the bottom of a bear market and then just you know 20x all your shit and walk away well yeah but that true that's I mean, you can do that yeah, but this is like something fun to just do sure you buy this is something fun to do on it because it's just something fun to do yeah. like kind of like day trading oh, just push so it's a way to make money yeah and just a day trade it's like a quick fucking thing like so i'm not always a guy like so where i trade like i'm with you with link right so there's a few things that i invest in in, in stocks those are my long-term investments right then i got midterm investments that i hold like maybe a year tops too but most of them like a year and under and then there's shit i day trade like i'm not always looking for 10x's 20x's all these people are like what what should we get into what's going to have a 20x i don't give a shit i'll do a 1x on 10 things and i got my 10x while you're waiting a year for that i've already made 50x because i'm taking those small gains and adding them up and then i compound those gains so you do that's it, just the skip, the short and long of it. It's not you do both. Yeah, I do three different kinds. You get to so, any sort of significant size, though. You're pretty much like now on the IRS radar, so be aware of that. So, like all of those things, you have to sit there and report. So, um, yeah, unless you want to get like all of the, both Kraken, Coinbase, all of these are being tracked quite aggressively. As soon as you send any substantial money out, in or out. Yeah, and I mean. I don't do it a whole lot like with crypto, like those big trades I'm doing that, but I still do it with crypto as well. And then you just take your losses and even with like your crypto gains. So when I made a shit ton of money on, uh, on Sheeb, fucking my businesses in real life, I still get to write that off on my personal taxes. So I take, I take losses on other spots, which are just write-offs, and then I let my tax gains fucking pretty much so eat that up. So doesn't matter. Just depends. You got to know how to do your taxes. Wait on on what? What are you talking about? What do you? So you, if you gain on crypto, what are you taking a loss against? So your crypto gains—that's all considered like capital gains, right? right? So that's with stocks. Sure crypto even in real estate all that good shit right so there's 
there's income that my businesses make that file quarterly, right? But there's a personal amount of money that I can take off and then I own S-Corps to where I privately own those, right? So any money like lost that they have, I can personally take as well because I'm yeah, but using that S-Corp as my personal. equity gains though. Right, but any any losses that I have. So at the end of the mm -hmm. year, whenever I do my taxes, I get to include all of my personal gains for the whole year from any source of income. And then I get to write off losses against that. So crypto gets thrown in, my real estate gets thrown in, any of those get thrown into it. Yeah, but you even your capital no, gains, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, okay. For real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you wh what real estate are you selling for a loss to counter this though? That's the thing. Um, it's not, you don't have to sell real estate for a loss, Sefi. <laughs> you know, so, so you know how to gain a loss from real estate? What do you All do? Right, people, this isn't financial advice, but it's financial. okay. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so you rent the these, property these, back to, these, like, to NF, yourself. These NFA, like disclaimers and stuff is just kind of silly. Like, you know. <laughs> okay. So, so for one thing, like I have an apartment complex, right? Um, up in Scottsdale. All right. So I actually have an employee that I put into one of the condos of it or the apartments of it. So I get to write that whole thing off as a loss because I'm not making income off of that. So that's one way to do it. Okay. I actually have another house. Okay. I rent that house back from one of my companies to another one of my companies, but I ran it to it at a loss because of the renting market in the areas. There's a certain amount of margin that I get to play with to where I can set the rent down low enough to get make sure that it's rented so that I can lower my amount of loss, right? So say my mortgage on that house is $1,000. I'm renting it out for 800 because I'm not able to, I can say I have that margin, that window to where I could rent. I mean, I can't really do it like for free and then write off a loss, but there's a certain amount that I can do. So every month I'm losing 200 on that. So this company over here, I can write that loss off. Yet the money that's coming in, the $800, it's still going, it's all just to my other company. That's all it is. So you get to write all those those things off as losses. Every single one of them. I like this. And that's what most businesses do with real estate. I mean, I can tell you all sorts of shit to do in real estate, man. Um, you know, if you're going to do real estate, real estate transactions, so you do rollovers, right? So whenever you say buy a house, okay, so you're going to go and find a foreclosure, something cheap that you can kind of fix up. Um, you want to invest some money, right? So you're going to go find this house. You can find a shit ton of them. Um, from banks that don't even require down payments, right? You can just take over um, pretty much the loan of from the bank. So they have all of it's considered a debt on their books and they want it to take it out from a debt, right? So they're going to let you take over that debt for them. They still own the house. You're going to be paying a mortgage on it, but you're not having to put down down payments or none of that bullshit. Well, you take that house, you fix it up just a little bit, and then you sell it 
Okay. As soon as that closing, right before that closing goes through, you're already taking that profit, that allocation of that money, your profit portion, you pay back the bank, but you can take that profit portion and put it right back into another deal. And it's just called a transfer. Okay. When you keep doing that transfer, you don't pay any taxes on that profit that you made. It's not a gain at that point because you never cashed it out. You just transferred it into another deal. Right. And now hopefully you transferred it into something else that will make you a little bit more money next time. So say off of that one, you made 40K. Now you transferred that 40K into this other property, which is going to allow you once you're done with it and you're able to um, sell it or do whatever you were going to do with it, but most likely sell it. Now you can transfer that one. Um, and you made $80,000 profit off of that one. And you can just keep growing your real estate capital that way and you never have to pay taxes on it until the end. So you might grow that difference up to like $20 million you know, in the next 10 years. And then if you finally wanna cash out of that investment, then sure, you know, you're gonna have to pay, um, you're gonna have to pay the difference, but then it's also short-term to long-term capital gains that now it's called long-term because you've had that investment going for longer than a year. So you're going to pay less taxes on that 20 million than had you made that 120 million real estate deal right then and there. Now at the end of it, instead of selling that property, um, you can just keep it. So one big thing is, as you move from houses to all that, and hopefully like one of the end ones is like a really nice big um, condo complex or an apartment complex, something like really fucking nice that you were able to acquire with all of your, your profits essentially. And now you can hold on to that asset um, and just reap the passive income off of it for a while you can let it close but then you can reap the passive income off of it and pay your taxes that way but the best thing to do at that point is you just take a as soon as you close on that you take a loan out against it now you're in debt um against that property and then you just spend that that debt that that loan yeah and you don't well, pay taxes on any that debt somewhat more feasible when interest rates are three percent so that it's it's not nearly as easy to do this now. It, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're, it's still fairly easy. It just depends on um, how much money you got. You know what I mean? <laughs> so huge ass corporations. So you got a lot of Wall Street motherfuckers, um, hedge funds and stuff. They're buying up properties like crazy right now, just buying them up like fucking insane. So states are actually trying to put laws into place right now to keep them from being able to do what they're doing right now. Yeah, because BlackRock is buying you know, fucking everything. Mm-hmm. So like actually so when you go and um, get a loan out, so if you want to develop something um, right now, Sefi, you couldn't get the you couldn't get the rates I get. I get LIBOR. I pay like 1.2%. That's crazy. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love that, but so, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit different, but similar sort of thing here, I guess. If you're like for short term flips, it's not as great, but um, in New Zealand, we have basically a two year bright line. It's well, it's going down to two years. Currently, it's at ten years, but we got a new government and that's reducing it from ten years back to the two years it was. Basically, it just means that while well, the family home is always exempt. So as long as you don't buy the family home, in essence, with the intention of flipping it, then there's never any um, 
capital gains on that effectively. But the bright line just means that if you buy an investment property um, and they can't prove that you had intention to sell it after that two years, which they never bother with anyway, so unless you've told someone that has told them or whatever, you can basically sell that investment property after two years and any profit is completely tax-free. Yeah, here you just get to do the rollover. Yeah, right. Well, I so like that way better. You can it's flip short term because you can just roll it, yeah, yeah. right? And then you build up that equity. You build it. You keep. I mean, you're compounding the shit out of it, right? So you're starting off with maybe like a piece of shit house that you bought for like eighty k, right? And you sold it for say a hundred thousand. Yeah, you made twenty k off it, and you keep taking that. But you need to roll it over while it's still under contract, right? So as soon as it goes through, those funds never hit your account. They just go right back into a new contract. So the strategy that okay, I and- use because of the way that our system works, and you'll understand this and probably some of you others will as well, is that basically um, rather than a flipping to take the profit, um, it's more of a um, building on an existing portfolio or starting a new portfolio and building it up for passive income purposes. So say, for instance, um, so our, our deposit laws and that are very different here um, in that for an investment property, you've got to have either equity or cash in for 35%. Cash, yeah. 35%. So equity or cash, doesn't matter either or, but you've got to have a 35% holding basically um, upon the value. So let's say you buy a 600K property um, and then you spend 50K on renovations. So you've spent 200 on the deposit, whether that's equity or cash effectively, plus 50 on the reno. So you're all in actual cost is 250 out of that 650 total. You bought it undervalued and the renovations you did increased the value as well. So now it's worth 900. So basically that 250 gain you made as a total offsets the entirety of that 250 you spent. So it's a hundred percent return on investment in two or three months and you've got no equity drop on your portfolio. So, I mean, that's obviously not always possible for a 100% return, but if you get 50 or 60%, it means that you can buy double the amount of properties with your equity. And like, um, so instead of, say you had 1.5 million in available equity, instead of buying three 500K properties, doing it that way, you could in effect buy around 15 properties. Um, just by creating that equity. So that's the way. And it's, it's not bad doing that. Like the more properties, if you can really get into it and get a shit ton of properties, that is great. Um, but what, if you're wanting to do it like for yourself, not really get in the business of owning, say, 700 different properties, <clears throat> it's better to just go up. Oh, totally. Right? I, so I, I would do that if I could here. We just can't do it here because of yeah. the two year rule, unfortunately, not without paying tax on it anyway. Packs. Right. And here you don't, as long as you keep rolling it over, you're trying to roll it over to something bigger and better that has a better potential. So you're rolling, you know, that $120,000 house, the profits off of that, you're rolling it into a $180,000 house next. Then from that $180,000, you're taking whatever profits that you would have made off that you're just taking it and you're going into 250, then, you know, uh, 300,000, then a half a million dollar, and then a million dollar. And you keep working that way up till you get to something nice and comfortable, like maybe say a $10 million property. Um, and 
you until you sell that for a profit, you're not having to pay taxes on it. So now I have that $10 million property and I take an equity loan out against it. And now I have that cash, that free cash that I wanted. So I don't have to sell it and make my $3 million um, profit off of that property. I can just take, take out a loan against it. And now I don't pay any tax whatsoever. And then I can let sit on it for like yeah. another five or 10 years and work? then sell it. And then I'd pay tax on it, but You're not asleep? that would be it. But you don't pay taxes on debt. So you just keep taking, you just borrow against your assets and you just keep rolling. Yeah. I, I love, and I you love can take that, that, you can take that loan out, right. Yeah. Which you don't pay taxes on and you can actually go and buy another fucking property. And then you can start that process all over again. But now you have two big equities. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, totally. I mean, the US system just works so much better for um, those that are sort of willing to go out and risk it and do shit for yourself, you know? Like, we're kind of um, kind of stonewalled a little bit um, because we're so small here. And um, I guess in the US, a lot of that stuff over the decades, centuries even, has been sort of um, towards you're capitalists um and it's sort of um yeah it's a lot it's a lot better in that aspect we've only got five million people here so everything here is just fucked and each government likes to just change things entirely every four years <laughs> do you buy properties in the same uh state in which you live so that you can so we, we don't we up. don't have states here so we have we have regions i guess which would be sort of your equivalent of states but the only thing is is that they've got a local council so local council would be you know like your like your state department versus federal um but here it's a lot less of a thing things aren't separated into states we've only got what you would effectively see as a federal tax uh, we don't have a state tax or anything like that. The only time that comes into play is if you're paying property rates, like property taxes um, for you guys there. So we pay property taxes on a state level effectively, but not federally whatsoever. So it's completely separate. So our, I wouldn't say we have states. It's more of a sort of one system for the whole country, although we have regions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've got like I've yeah. got seven or eight million in property, um, mostly in a similar region anyway. Hey, CFI. Yep. Hey, I'm currently driving. I don't know if my shit sounds weird right now, but I'm taking a look at the link price right now. Is it breaking support at seventeen ninety, or is it just holding? I don't know. Yeah, it's a little bit lower. I got a little bit more just now. Sounds good. Hopefully, we get a bounce. No, I, I have a simple rule, and that is that um, the way to always win in crypto uh, is buy more on the way down. That's it, and that's all. You literally don't have to know anything else. It's like simple, easy internet money. It's been that way for the entire from the very beginning. <laughs> like that's it. There's, it's so easy. It's like people complicate this stuff, worrying about it too much. Yeah, my ball's already deep in there, so I'm good. Yeah, I mean, it's like just whatever it is. Um, 
Zen, do you have your hand up for any particular reason or just whatever? Yeah, this whole time, some I'm going to use the R word again. So trigger mm. warning, uh, close your ears, anyone. <laughs> I've had some retards uh, DMing me trying to extort me um, that have top secret intel on how I had a threesome with Martin Shkreli uh, and Donald Trump, and now I'm pregnant. And I just wanted to say, please don't tell anyone. Uh, I and let me know where I need to send the money, please, please, guys. I can't, I can't keep up with this, and I'm, I'm terror. I don't want anyone to know about it. So you can stop fucking DMing me about it. Give me, give me the where, where do I send the money? That's it. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Wait, but Donald Trump too. I added the Donald Trump part, but there, oh, there is, yeah, some very real news that that I I had a a threesome with Martin Shkreli and someone else, and uh, and they're gonna expose me. So, so Martin's the guy you dream about at this point. The what? Martin is the man you're dreaming about. Yeah, it's incredible how I could have a threesome with him um, from my apartment when he's in New York. That's how powerful the love is. Hey, Steffi, for your coffee shop and stuff, do you own the building and the property or yeah. you? So <laughs> do you under? Do you own it under the same LLC? No, different business, business okay. and co companies, different things. Okay, so the the company that owns the property in the building, mm -hmm. okay, rent your coffee. So your coffee shop, you should be taking a loss from that. So you're renting out that, you're leasing out that spot for a loss of what, so you have to look at to see what, the going rate around that area mm -hmm. is in a sense and then what your actual cost for it would be and you just rent it at a loss and now you get to write that off to your property company so mm. i need to do that i'll look into it and then if and then with that company if you ever have any other buildings if you're selling suites always keep the like so, in our commercial development but companies, you can, we sell the right off. Like, like if you rent out a property to somebody, um, like, like let's say the going rate is twenty dollars a square foot, and you rent it out for ten dollars a square foot. How can you say that, like, you know, you took a loss on the difference? There just there's no difference because there was like that's just theoretical. Yeah, but the difference is is in the price that you're paying. So unless you own the property like outright. So whenever, so when I go and buy a house, right? I can go buy a house. Given your, your voice is breaking up. Yeah. Oh, that was so I can, go, <laughs> I can go buy a house we lost you. and I have a yeah, mortgage. So I'll have a mortgage on that house, right? So my mortgage is a thousand bucks. All right. So that's that's what I owe them, but I own it under a business. So that's not a personal house to me. It's my business. And so my business is renting out homes. So I bought that house as a rental property. Now my mortgage is twelve hundred bucks on that thing, but I'm only 
able to rent it out for a thousand. So it's that difference, that 200 bucks, I get to write that off as a loss because I am taking a loss from that business, from what the business is costing me. Because the actual mortgage on that, that's an expense to the business. Okay, so even if it. you have any products, right? So so a restaurant, right? So you have the coffee shop, right? So if if you have coffee bags that went bad, right? Some mold yeah, yeah, them or whatever, and you had to throw them out. I, getting yeah. back to the point, you're losing, you're, you're kind of losing the plot here. What I'm saying is you, you can't just make up a rent that like is the going rate and then take a loss on something you you couldn't actually earn in the first place. So if the rent of the building is supposed to be you know, like, let's say it's supposed to be a hundred grand a, a month. Um, and you, you are only able to miss, you know, rent it out for 50 grand a month. You can't take a loss in the 50 K. That's not a thing. No, no, be, well, no, that's not a thing because you can't, you can't lower it that it's much, the but there is a window. Income, but simply, yeah, there is a difference. So you couldn't do it by 50 K but you, you might be able to do it with the 15K to where, yeah, you're supposed to be. So you're just the, your break even mark. You'd have to rent it out at a hundred K, but nobody was taking the rental at a hundred K. So you lowered the rent to 90 K because you are allowed to try to make up as much money as possible so that you're not eating the full bill. Right? So if but, the but tenant, there's no tenants in there, I'm, I'm I'm missing that. Because, so because you're taking a lot. So if you own property, right? Right. It doesn't matter if it's rental or not. It's just we're using tools as because it's easy to get the concept of it. Okay. I build my brain. You're, you're gonna have to get a, like, I got make a hundred thousand dollars. But by the way, you're you're gonna have to get on Wi-Fi or something because we're losing you. We can't hear you any. It's like robot voice here. Here, let me leave and yeah, come back in. Robot-y, bro. Anyway, yeah, I'm not- I get, I get the, the so the, all the concept was is that basically the cost value, say your mortgage, sets on interest only, say that's a hundred k a year or whatever, and you're renting it out for eighty k a year. The loss is the twenty k difference. That was what he was getting across. Yeah. Yeah, and you can only deduct the interest on your mortgage. You can't deduct the, the principal. Yeah, there. you can't deduct the principal. Yeah, no. but my guess is he probably does everything on interest only in a development company like he was talking about. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I guess that's possible. But yeah, I mean, it's it's the same sort of concept, like a little bit different here because all of our laws and stuff are different. But um, yeah, it's um, like I... I over here, it's better to own residential property in your personal name because we don't have capital gains tax per se, just the bright line that I mentioned earlier. So I own personal properties and like I will, I lease um, portions of them or some of them to like my companies that I own so that my companies can do um, work on those properties, whether that's landscaping development, you know, all that sort of thing. And my companies can actually claim that as a write-off. Um, and it saves me paying for it in my personal name on that property. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah, got to have other properties that you're making money off of. So you can't just have like one business where you're doing that with, right? That's why I was saying you have to have multiple sources of income, other businesses that you're doing yeah. it with. Yeah, so I've and, got, in like, real estate, you know. Yeah, so, I've so got, you have one um, a big portfolio of residential 
rentals um, that's also combined with my personal stuff. But um, then I've got a I've got a heavy machinery company that does long term lease to gold mining, um, that sort of thing. And I got another company that does um, a Web three auditing, that sort of shit. So I can just tie everything up together basically and like i made a 500k loss on crypto because i degened heavily into futures um early 21 as we mentioned in one of the previous sessions <laughs> um and i actually wrote that 500k off against my profits in my main company which is um i own the biggest car wholesale company in new zealand uh, so we only sell to dealerships and that sort of thing but i actually wrote that crypto off against my car profits <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's all I was talking about. So even with buildings, you you can do that with. You're not going to do it with each one of your buildings, right? That'd be stupid. You wouldn't be making any money. And all you're doing is you're just bringing down, you're just keeping more money in your pocket. So you can actually go negative too, to where you can write up enough to where you don't owe any taxes and you got like a 20, 20K negative. So on your next one, say if you owed 40,000, well, you got a $20,000 credit towards you. So now you only owe 20K. So you still, you have that other 20K in your pocket now. You didn't have to come out 40K the next year. So that's why businesses, you'll see huge real estate companies and just, why do you think they buy Learjets? Why do you think they buy all of this shit? They have to essentially because it all depreciations and you can use it as a write-off, the fuel as a write-off, everything as a write-off. Um, Instead of your personal vehicles, have the business buy the personal vehicles. Anything over 6,000 pounds, you can write the entire cost of that off. If you don't want to buy it cash, lease it. You get to write off the lease payment every single month. You have to have the money to pay the lease, but by the end of the year, or if you're doing your quarterly taxes, whatever, you can write that entire payment off, every month's payment off completely because of depreciation it's a loss to the company because it depreciates in value same thing as planes helicopters all sorts of shit so we have like two helicopters that we have because well, we back, use it to survey land point. and like, shit back to the original point none of this matters in the sense that it, it, unless you have like uh let's say you take a capital gain somewhere you have to have a loss on something to clock it against it's not going to clock against nothing so whether right. it's that's what i Right, but I said I can take that loss because I have other businesses. You have other businesses and investments. So like the small the capital gains tax that I get from those those trades, I can take a loss somewhere else in my businesses and it'll offset those uh but it has to be a capital, capital gains tax. It has to be a capital loss. It can't just simply be like expenses on business. Right, but real estate is capital gains. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but you have to get a capital loss. So you mirror them. Not a gain. Right. And that's you can take capital uh, losses on real estate or capital gains. They're they're intertwinable. No, I know, but what like what real estate would you want to be selling at a capital loss? I'm not sure why why one would do this land you can do land real cheap you have partials so you have like ten thousand acres that of some bullshit that you bought uh, for really cheap and then you partial it out and you sell some of the lots at, at a loss i don't know that really this don't mean anything i make money so much faster than all this i'm not sure why you guys bother with this nonsense 
Like it's just simple. Well, all you have to do is like simple. If you want a simple. Well, my family's been doing it forever, and you don't have to do anything. I mean, our forever. family. All you have to do is market Bitcoin for the remainder of your living days, and that's all you have to do. You're done. Yeah, you could well, literally just sell everything else and move on. Yeah, yeah, you that, can do really that. Easy. But my point but is, the like, thing is, is in the, in the crypto space, like if if one is messing around with this stuff, it's like the the real estate problem is there's just a lot of work to be done. Is the problem? Like, you, like it's actually not a lot of time. It's it doesn't take much time at all, and that that shit's easy, and all of that's already planned towards the end of the year. So I take my losses in December whenever most all my companies are making the highest profits in Q, Q4. And then I have a few things set up to take some losses to offset my taxes. And there's a bunch of other shit I do as well. And I got really good CPAs that it's the same every year. Once you get the structure set up, it's like autonomous, course, essentially. To some extent, yeah. But anyway, okay. So where were we here? Oh, um. And uh, Martin came in and you you kind of kept going and we didn't get a chance to talk to him. <laughs> like Zen, Zen wanted Martin to come here. He showed up and he disappeared again. Yeah, you ruined it. <clears throat> I don't know where he went. Anyway. Sorry if anyone said anything to me. I was on the phone and muted. principle in like Taoism. there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen there's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something the more like the opposite of what you want inevitably it kind of starts to happen chirping on the bird app listening to nerds flap wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed it's like everybody's holding heavy bags in web 3 that's why they can't fly they just drowning in the bird bath fishing for some dry powder watch how we ignite the tower blowing up the bank accounts forgetting how to fight the power y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes they preach an open sauce but don't listen to the code and now it's mutiny community uprise there's no more humility futility plus size motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles motherfucking Westside shit, needle and noose Sticking with my armory, Yam, Beto and Bruce Repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think is a clear no we started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, the shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, less knee jerk More evolution, less shit coin Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat Now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you, you would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, is it really worth this war of attrition? It might cost us a lot more than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like 
move on. Terrible spaces.